It's the Pizza Party Podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people? I don't know. Who are you, fucker? <laughs> I'm the girl in the group right now. Yeah. Introduce yourself, Tashira. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm Tashira. I, I don't know. People know me mainly because I draw a lot of Teen Titans stuff and crossovers, and I don't know. That's about it, I think. Yeah, if you've seen, like, if you follow, like, the voice actors for Teen Titans, like Craig Sipes or Tara Strong on Twitter, you've probably seen her art reblogged on there. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I pride myself in the fact that Craig Sipes actually likes my selfies. I'm like, oh, snap. Look at that. We're homies. We're, like, we're bros right now. Yeah. We're bros. Jim, also introduce yourself, oh, hey. Jim. Oh, hey. It's Jim. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And are you recording this time, or? Jim from Knockforce. I'm recording, yeah. Oh, wow. Finally. But yeah, Nolan could not be here. He's busy with a rocket power marathon, sadly. Fucker. He was, he's he's podcast now. I heard he was watching all the rocket powers right in a row, like nonstop, every single once. Yeah, that's like a seven-day marathon. He'll be back next time, but for now, he's busy with rocket power. I hope he says some insights about rocket power. He's preparing a review. It's going to be two hours. He has to brush up on his vocabulary, like shoobies and... He had to learn how to speak like a real Mexican. Like honkies. That's a classic rocket power phrase. <laughs> so the next video is going to be some regular show, Did You Know video. Not affiliated with Did You Know, not at all. No, I'm ripping them off. They didn't, they're not the first ones to do that, but I'm just doing this, so whatever. So let's get into the news. Okay. Anyone see the new Peanuts movie trailer of Charlie Brown? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, pop music. Fuck pop I, music. Yeah, the pop music killed it for me. It doesn't belong in Charlie Brown at all. I like the Peanuts music, and the designs weren't were better than I anticipated, but I know it's going to be about Charlie Brown believing in himself. So Hopefully he'll kick the football. Yeah, that'll be the end. He'll kick the football. And then, and <laughs> After all these years, he finally kicks the football, and it, it'll be over. Like, the, the story comes full circle. Then this Jim Davis just dies right there because of it. Didn't didn't uh, the creator Dim Javis, Dim, Jim Davis <laughs> die, like, the very same day he uploaded the, the final Peanuts comic? Well, Every yeah. Jim ever. Davis did die, but Charles Schultz is actually the guy who made the Peanuts. Oh, who, who's Jim Davis? He did Garfield. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Frank Wall. No, no, shit, Pan. I called you out. I called you out, son. Fuck you. Congratulations. All right, the next article. Two comics that were never funny. Good job. I thought, Fuck didn't Jim Davis, he doesn't even really draw Garfield. He just signs his name at the end or something. I, I guess he doesn't even sign his name. He just signed his name a hundred times, put it in computer, and they put it in each of the Garfields. I don't know if yeah. that's true. I, I'm not, I, you know, if Jim Davis wants to come at me, I don't really know, but that's Jim what I've heard. Fucking throw lasagna at your face. He's had a ghostwriter this whole time? <laughs> I wish his ghostwriter was ghostwriter. That would be awesome. From Hell yeah. 
Either the Marvel Comics guy or the PBS ghost writer. Who? From the ni- the 90s. He was a ghost in a computer and he helped kids solve mysteries or something. What? This is... <laughs> it's a real... And it's thing. a 90s computer, so it loads up really slow and stuff and it's real pain in the ass to use. I mean, I don't like- remember why, why he was in the computer or who he was a ghost of. I, I don't remember this show very well, but it was a show called Ghost Rider. Please tell me at least the computer like lights up in flames like Ghost Rider. I think he was just a little green dot who bounced around the computer and then would go, um, <laughs> then would go, you know, like this semen sample indicates that it was the gym teacher or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember this show. So he was like Clippy, <laughs> that stupid little clip thingy. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone who's like, a Ghost Rider fan really upset listening to this. Yeah, but. I am fucking offended. Okay, did you guys ever have like, <laughs> Mac, like Mac computers and you had those little things on Word documents? It was like uh, Macintosh's version of Clippy, but they were like I don't remember what they were, like some robot. You, yeah, he was like a clip art. He no, was no a, there was a different was... version for Macs. It was like oh, one was a robot, another was a dog, I think. That's what we do. I don't know. I just remember having that in the computer lab at school, and like always, whenever you hit the X button, like he always has like a dis an animation for him leaving. But one of them was like this little circle orb just floating into his mouth, and then he just explodes. <laughs> and at school, I thought that was the funniest thing ever, and the teachers were like, "Pan, shut up! We're trying to learn." <laughs> Wow, what fucking lame-ass students. Shut up, we're trying to learn. Like, I was trying, I was just laughing my ass off, and all the teachers kept getting mad at me. Like, I I, I was laughing, like, after that that uh, computer class into, like, a regular classroom, and the teachers were like, why are you laughing? Stop it. <laughs> because you're a joke. <laughs> like, you, were taking them, you were taking them to comedy school, and they weren't ready. No, you see, it's an exploding computer. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chishira, you have anything to add? I barely just started watching the Peanuts trailer. Damn you. <laughs> oh my God. What did you think of it? Uh, I- I'm looking at the YouTube thing right now, and I just see at the corner of the SpongeBob movie, and I'm like, aw. Uh. Like, everything is, I don't know. I mean, the trailer looks good, but yeah, yeah. the pop music. Yeah. No, I think this works very I I guess it works well. Like it's a nice um transition. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The fact that I'm looking down at that SpongeBob thing and I'm like, no, that you're just ruining that. Like like it seems like it's the same kind of animation. Well, I mean it, it has it actually it resembles the classic Charlie Brown. It, it's not Yeah. It's it looks flat and it works for its style, but I guess, I mean, I, I don't know about the uh, pop music. I thought it kind of fit, even though Charles wasn't like Charles Schultz, like against any sort of music. He just wanted that typical jazz score. Uh, yeah. I, heard he, I heard he wasn't even into jazz, really, hmm. actually. I, I don't think music he, in general. I mean, let's the Peanuts didn't have like a lot of integrity when it came to selling out. So <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, because yeah. they've been doing MetLife for like 30 years or something. Yeah, Charles Schultz was a sellout and he was a a jazz poser. <laughs> he, didn't know, he didn't know anything about jazz. He doesn't know who That's... Louis Armstrong is. 
he oh, was the, the worst one. kind of poser, a jazz poser. He yeah. he, he owns like f- at least five of those T-shirts with like Miles Davis. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, he probably has five <laughs> of those T-shirts. He probably brags about it. He wears he watches Attack on Titan. He does that. He's such an entry level jazz person. Oh my god, I'm so behind. Friggin' Popeye's trailer too? Oh yeah, that, that came out months ago. That came yeah. out like last year. What's wrong with you? God. Where have you been? There's I... a lot wrong with me, but we're not gonna go into that right now. Oh my god, what is this? It's by the guy who did the uh, Samurai Jack, Andy Tartakovsky. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, you don't even watch cartoons, do you? Well, shit! Oh, yes, I do. She's lagging. I swear to God. She's lagging. I'm so behind. lagging. Oh, my God. You're a girl cartooner. <gasps> you. What does that even mean? It's like oh. a girl gamer, but with cartoons. Oh, you, no. Oh, no. You shut your face up right now. Hold on. Oh, my God. Let's just wait for Tashira to watch this trailer so she can, like, catch up with us. Okay, I have a fun fact about uh, jazz. In Star Wars, jazz is called jizz. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you know that song in in the middle of Star Wars that goes like dun 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 dun. dun. You know that song? Yeah, uh-huh. dig 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 dig. Officially yep. in the Star Wars Wikipedia, that's like Wikipedia, but it's called Wikipedia. It's called Jizz. Well, that's not. I don't know if it's really jazz. Is Star Wars ruined for you now, Jim? Do you ruin Star no, Wars? Well, I actually do know a little bit about jazz, and I don't I think that's really jazz. jazz. I know. Oh, dude, I know way more about jizz. I <laughs> I would know that from ten feet away. <laughs> you wouldn't know jizz if it hit you in the face. <laughs> I mean, apparently, according to the Wikipedia, there's several, like, jizz instruments. There's the, uh, black beatbox, the, uh, jizz, the jizz Wait, how is, how is jizz spelled in Star Wars? J-I-Z-Z. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's different, because the funny jizz is, uh, G, uh, is it? Isn't it a G? <laughs> I don't know. I've never had to spell jizz. But officially in canon, Disney apparently now owns jizz. Like if you they, make... they own, they bought a huge ton of George Lucas jizz. <laughs> like if you want to, if you want to make a Star Wars fan film about Star Wars jizz, like you gotta like contact Disney saying, "Hey, I would like to make a film about jizz. Is that okay?" Someone no. should make a Ken Burns the history of jizz. <laughs> I would so respect someone. Who would do that? Like Disney, like eventually, like everyone just starts making their own fan films and fan songs about jizz, and Disney's like, "There's too much jizz on the internet. We have to like delete all this." <laughs> okay, spreads. first off, you will never ever get rid of all the jizz on the internet, so that's implausible. Yeah, but I'm right now. <laughs> on 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 the Wiki- Wikipedia, it says subgen subgenres of jizz. So a made-up music genre has its own subgenres. Like Jizwali, <laughs> Glitz, these are real. Also, Jats is slightly similar to Jizz. So there are, and there's notable Jizz bands, apparently. Oh, this is the best. Ivar Or Orbis and his Galactic Jizz Whalers. That's, that, I... 
I, I want to say that, that I did not make that up. That is really on here. There's a band called Galactic Jizz Whalers. Wow, George Lucas came up with this all on his own. Wow, Star Wars was ruined before he even came out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, George Lucas? Why did you make this jizz? Man, this I didn't know jizz was so thick and stuck to as much as many bands as it did, but this is a joke that I'm going to end now. Damn. Because it's too much. Wow, what an extended universe. Oh, let's go into the other bits of news. Wait, hold on. Uh, did you watch the trailer? Yes, I did. What did you think I, of I, it? I, I don't know what I can say about it yet. Like, it's just, it's just there. Like, Pretty detectular, right? Yeah. There's just soundtracks and everything. It'll be fine. It'll be all fine. Oh, my God. What is this? Yeah. So it has... Oh, wait. Oh wait, never mind. No, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Okay, you guys go. Okay. What's the next news? So the next bit of jizz news is uh, the Peppa Pig gets sued. Are you familiar with this preschool show called Peppa Pig? Yes. Okay, I don't know I, why, but okay. I am not. I I only know the show with the rabbit and uh the show with the girl that transformed into like a a magical girl. I think called Being a Puppy Cat. Yeah, those kid shows. <laughs> okay, so apparently. A woman named Gabrielle Capra, which the word Capra is an Italian for a goat, was teased and made fun of after Peppa Pig, the the preschool show, made an episode starring a character named Gabriella Goat. So she's suing this cartoon because she was bullied. This 40-year-old woman is being bullied for her name. (laughs) Who is she hanging out with? Yeah, what's... Is, Is she a teacher? This is confusing. Why would you, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are stressed out, but usually if you get a good jizz album, it can really calm you down (laughs) and you you can look at life differently. So I would say, I would recommend the jizz whalers. I've heard they're pretty good. Yeah, they're catchy, dude. No, no. I choke on them all the time. No more. (laughs) Oh, no. I'll stop making jizz jokes, I swear. But yeah, like, did you guys ever get made fun of for your name in, like, preschool or something? Oh, actually, you know, I just said I would stop making jizz jokes. Yeah. Um, my, my name is, is Gizriel, and people would often say it, pronounce it as Jizriel. And, yeah. And, and I learned pretty, like, 13 if I owned it and went along with it, people would stop. But everyone else in my family thinks it's like horrific, and I'm just like, no, you just go with it and go, yeah, I'm Jizreel, haha. You just and, accepted, and people will be fine. But if you like get, <laughs> if you go along with it, it takes all the fun out, you know. So yeah. whatever this this ugly goat lady should learn from that and <laughs> own it a little more. She has a name. Sorry, what was her name? What was her name? Gabriella Goat, apparently. Okay, look, yeah, she should just. Just own it and, like, just start eating some tin cans and it'll be fine. Like, I hope this lady is successful in her lawsuit. I mean, that way people would go back and, like, pe- I know people who got made fun of named Nick and they had, like, kids say, Nick, 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 Nickelodeon, that sort of thing. Oh, because that's so horrible. George of the Jungle. <laughs> you want to fucking hear that for the rest of your life? I think uh, I remember there was this one guy... 
his name was Diego, and every single time he, in the PE, he'd have to do something. We'd always be like, do it for Dora, Diego! Do it for Dora! And no. he got so mad. No, that reminds me in school, like, whenever people say, you can do it, Pen, do it. And they just say, Pen, Pen, Pen. It's like, I don't want any attention. Stop looking at me. Oh, right, right. Don't do that. But yeah. Do, do people in real life really call you Pan? Yes. No. I don't <laughs> believe you. They call you Pete because that's your real name. No one knows Wait, my real name. There, there's that, that movie, that Peter Pan prequel called Pan that's coming out. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Because I saw the trailer. So you might have to deal with that soon. Yeah, there's a lot of Pan movies like Peter Pan and Hook and uh, Pan's Labyrinth. I don't understand why this girl's being made fun of. Yeah, the situation. Like, how, how, how? I mean, it's just a little girl. I'm I'm looking at the image of the little cartoon. It's just, it's not like they're going to make her the bad person. This is an adult, this is an adult woman, right? She's in her 40s. She's 40 years old. Yeah, getting bullied for her name. I mean, I don't, I guess she has a good lawyer. I don't know. Yeah, but if 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 she is successful, this is gonna open the floodgates for anything yeah. named after someone is getting sued. Does that include like textbooks and everything? Because uh, uh, like whenever your name comes up in a textbook or in a word problem, you look at someone and you're like, "Hey, that's you. Yeah. You just bought fifty oranges." Damn, I they're like, "Hey, that's you. I'm gonna beat you up if I get this question wrong, dork." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> What's the answer for number three? Help me out. You're in this book. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know your fucking answer. Okay, on to the next bit of news. DreamWorks, hang on. DreamWorks was going to buy Hasbro. What would you think of that? That deal fell through. Yeah. Because they asked for too much money. No, what what I heard is that Disney got word of it before they officially announced it. And Disney said to Hasbro, hey, if you support this company, we will not work with you. So you better drop off from that merger, okay? And Also, they said, like, DreamWorks wanted too much money or something like that. That's what I heard. I don't know. But, yeah, so Disney's, like, a basically a mob boss just, like, holding down small businesses. Spinning on their faces. I don't know. That does, like, make – because Hasbro has deals with Disney, though. So I think they might have just been like, hey, we don't want to give money to DreamWorks. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Hasbro, that's that's a deal that would really help DreamWorks make money off of Disney. So if I was Disney, I, I, I kind of understand that. Yeah. <gasps> well, no more merger. And uh, I guess the last bit of news, Strange Magic. Hitler came back to life. Oh, that. Ha- oh, yeah, that happened recently. That was a good one. Hitler I totally missed. I, I missed that. Man. I totally missed that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Remember we had him last week on that uh, podcast that we lost. He was a guest on there. Oh yeah. Remember Hitler? I thought, yeah. I thought you were calling Nolan Hitler, and I was like, "Hey guys, come on." <laughs> He's a nice guy watching Rocket Power. Yeah, what I a dick. Them, I, I get those two confused sometimes. They're they're kind of similar. They got the same views and such. They have the same mustache. Whoa. They have the same mustache. They both have the same Hitler mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe Hitler came back to life, though. The last bit of news is a a few weeks ago, like two weeks ago, literally, Lucasfilms announced their new CGI movie called Strange Magic, and it's going to be released this January. 
just like whatever. They just shove a movie out. Fuck wow. No one, no one even knew it was in production until two weeks, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Strange, and then it was like, it's out. Strange okay. magic by George Lucas himself. Like, let's see what he can do without Star Wars, huh? It's gonna be shit. Yeah. It's gonna be rushed. It's gonna be the new room. But he made he made another. I mean, he actually had involvement in uh, him and Spielberg helped make Land Before Time. That was like their project. Oh, the first yeah. one, the first one at least. I don't know about two through twenty-seven. Yeah, but, but they're uh, seriously. I think twenty-four 80. or twelve. I don't remember exactly. There's. A, I mean, I only saw the first Land, but they wanted to make that like the dinosaur sequence in Fantasia. And then they did a, uh, he, I, I guess he either produced or released, uh, I think it was called Twice Upon a Time, which, uh, which is really obscure and isn't very good, but the character design is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think my uh, favorite Land Before Time sequel was uh, Land Before Time versus WrestleMania. Is that real? Yeah, the one where they beat John Cena and John Cena like uh, fucking throws Littlefoot off a cliff. See, I'm I'm honestly not sure if you're joking or not because I feel like I think that would actually happen. <laughs> no, so I'm just gonna pretend like no, that's real that, because this is happening in the Flintstones. I wish that happened because, like, yeah, a couple. I saw that they they just made the Flintstones meet WrestleMania with John Cena. Well, because John Cena took over Fruity Pebbles. He's on Fruity Pebbles now. Oh yeah. Which which makes no sense because it's a called Fruity Pebbles. Why is there a wrestler on there? I don't know. John Cena is a Fruity Pebble. Yeah, they're doing like this Twilight thing where John Cena represents Team Fruity, and there's this other team called Team Coco or Team Chocolate. So I guess it's like African Americans versus homosexuals. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's Whoa. What it is. Whoa! Stop it with the Nolan views. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, I I, th- I feel John Cena is, like, this generation's Tony Hawk, where he just sells out everywhere. It's not called selling out if you buy in. Oh, hang on, I'll be back. Oh. Okay. Hands gone? He just... I don't know. You had to go to the bathroom, maybe? I don't know. Someone's... Who's clicking? Who is that? Oh, uh, I think that's me. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm just, I was just curious. I don't care. <laughs> You care secretly. You're like, fuck these people clicking. I'm trying to be professional here. How am I ever going to get to Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> you should take a bus. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the fast way. Because I imagine they drop you off right in front of the Hollywood sign. You go, Hollywood, I've made it. Hey, I'm finally here. I made it, guys. I've made it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> I wanted to be in the biggest jizz band in all of Hollywood, but didn't quite make it. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Okay, so, and that's the all the news there is. George Lucas shoved out a movie thanks to Disney. He shit out a movie. Good. It was worth selling Star Wars. I wonder if that was part of the deal. They were like, you have to put this out. And it's like, <laughs> what do we do with this crap? Let's just shove it in January, whatever. It just looks yeah. like Epic. Yeah, but it looks like a sequel to the movie Epic, but also a little bit of Delgo, if anyone remembers Delgo. Oh, jeez. It seems like it's a uh, fuck you, it's January movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Delgo, if you ever heard of this movie called Delgo, it's kind of like, it, it, it took like 10 years to get produced, and when it got finished, they shoved it on the theaters, and it was there for a week, and it was gone the next week. It was, it was like... Like the bigger budget food fight. 
<laughs> I mean, the, the characters just look disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what those things are. They're just like, I, look up the characters to Delgo. It's like, how is this appealing in any way? But yeah, let's get into the topic. Ready to go back to school with Big Hero 6's Baymax? Whoa, what? You will be all right. There, there. There's science, phys ed, or you can major in saving the world. Disney's Big Hero 6, November 7th. Oh, we had a topic you didn't tell me because you don't schedule. Oh, fuck. Yeah, the topic yeah. was animated superhero movies. Oh, okay. I can pull something out of my ass. <laughs> Thanks for not telling me. Douche. Did, did any of you guys watch Big Hero 6? I did see that. Well, I would have if I knew ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tashira, did you see it? Uh, I only got to see some parts of it because I went ahead and watched it illegally. Ah, uh, something. Nothing. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we'll just delete that from the... <laughs> no, I'm a good citizen. Yeah. Yeah, don't have me deported or anything. Well, I mean, you and I are Mexican. It's okay for we we typically like a uh, pirate everything. Yeah. But, well, me and Jim are black, so <laughs> this, this is equal. Wait, what? Hmm? Me and you are black, I... my brother. <laughs> you mean? Oh, I, I didn't know. You... I'm black. I don't think so. I am pretty sure you are. Maybe maybe if, you're like if if I'm black, I've been extremely colorblind for a long time. Maybe you're like one sixteenth yeah. black. You know, it's no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think even that. I think one ninety eighth. Yeah, somewhere in there, you're you're related. Whatever. You're Almost pretty enough. pale, so yeah, just pale black people. So what y'all think? <laughs> okay, what did Jim think of Big Hero Six? Oh, uh, what did I think? Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, it was. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's too superhero genre for me, where it's like too. Um, it almost felt like they were connect, like they had a ditto for a sheet that was like, "Here's what you have to do in a superhero movie," mm-hmm. and they followed it a little too closely. But I liked like Baymax was really cool. He was a great Disney sidekick because he's not doing like, um, like Olaf or like Shrek, yeah, you know, Donkey from Shrek kind of stupid sidekick crap, mm-hmm. which I like because it works. Because <laughs> that was cool. He's like not your typical um, Disney sidekick, but there's certain there. Pro- I mean, it was. It's actually the first Marvel comics. Um, it's the first Marvel comic book to have a theatrical animated film ever. That's never happened before, even in shorts or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it was. It's it's a big deal, but it's um, it had a lot of kind of story problems where like. You know, Hero and Baymax are really developed, but then the other people, the other team are aren't really as much. What? Who are they? Even are the other people? They're, it's they're like not shown in trailers at all. They're the characters yeah. from Sixteen. I mean the the because I read the comic book a little, which the movie has nothing to do with, because they had to cut out a bunch of characters because um uh, Fox. Because Fox owns the X-Men characters, and Sunfire and Silver Samurai were in the comic book Big Hero 6, so they couldn't obviously be in the cartoon. So, um, But then they changed it completely. Like, it has nothing to do with... Like, Honey Lemon's a totally different character in the comic. She's, like, kind of a vampy, and whereas, like, is, isn't as shy as... Uh, and I think more evil. I, I read the comic, like, a couple months ago, but um, I don't know. It's a... Uh, 
I'm like way diverging from the topic. Uh, but uh, it's a uh, it was all right. I just kind of didn't like how um, genre superhero film it was, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like they could have had a little more fun with it. Or I would have seen a movie that was just hero and Baymax. That I think would have been better than the rest of the. There was just too much going on that didn't get fulfilled, really. Yeah, you know? I thought it was like a pretty good movie, but it followed a lot of a lot of it followed a lot of those cliches that you see in a bunch of other uh, superhero and robot and child movies. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they even have superpowers, or is it just like no? They just no, they build. Robot suits. They build. They're just they super build smart. Suits. Yeah, they just build yeah. stuff, which oh, it's nerds. They, the movie devices they don't have powers really but yeah it's primarily a baymax and a hero story the rest of the characters they're just like there but i i kind of both love and hate uh oh here we go no what's that girl <laughs> the the roller here? girl oh go-go? yeah go go like she's try she's like ryoko from kill a kill where she's like so so edgy and extreme yeah. well, that was that's like the problem with the she looked the like that uh, other four it's like you only get knowing she's extreme when she does the car chase Mm -hmm. and her kind of attitude, I guess, shows that she's edgy, but they don't have anything to the extent of like what we have with hero. Who's like really well developed with her. It's like, Oh look, she drove really fast because she knows how to drive fast. So I guess she gets these wheels and is edgy. Yeah. I like how she keeps like blowing bubbles and popping them. Like, like I thought that we stopped doing that in the (laughs) nineties. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I yeah. thought she had the better action sequences with her roller thingies. Roller Man. Yeah, she Roller Man. Roller Man. <laughs> yeah, everyone uh, look up this guy named Roller Man. He's the world's greatest hero. He's a he's a real life superhero, uh, Jim. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically he's he a guy who has time. who has a he full... taught Jackie Chan everything. Yeah, there it? was a movie with Jackie Chan. I, I don't know what it was called, but Jackie Chan puts on this suit. It's like an armored suit, <laughs> and it's just covered in nothing but wheels, like wheels on the legs and knees and the limbs and his head. And he just rolls and just defeats like this entire uh, military operation using the roller suit. It's incredible. He's the greatest superhero of all time. Don't even... There's no argument. Roller Man. France's greatest hero and the also the world's greatest hero. <laughs> no <laughs> stop him. Except if you're in a car, I guess. Uh, so you're going to yeah. go faster. If, if, you're, if you're ever in danger and are standing downhill, then Roller Man will be there. Not uphill, though, because he'll roll back down. And, yeah, you're, uh, himself, you're on your own. <laughs> That's Perpetual Motion Man who can actually go uphill. <laughs> He's not as good, though. That standard cop guy yeah. with a gun. But yeah, I, I loved how the city in... Uh, going back to Big Hero 6, I loved how the city was basically just like a bunch of like Chinatown... It was it, it was basically Chinatown where they just like... It's called San Francisco-kyo. No, San Francisco-kyo. San Francisco-kyo. Sorry, I mispronounced it. It's like, how do we combine these two? Just put a, just make it like Chinatown where there's all those shingle type buildings and whatever. Just put some paper lanterns in like some. But they ne- they never say like, is it San Francisco that's been changed, or is this an alternate dimension, or like, what's the deal with that city? I, I guess we lost the Vietnam War, and this is what happened. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? How does that make any sense? <laughs> <laughs> like Vietnam and Japan are very different, you know. We lost the Vietnam War. 
I think all of Asia. Yeah, wait, hit... we did lose the Vietnam War. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we lost even harder because, like, <laughs> movies. You're not American, man. I'm deported. <laughs> this is over the line. I guess Japan said, "Okay, we'll take San Francisco. You take this other. You take Houston, Texas, whatever." <laughs> that's not it at all. We don't know anything about history. So yeah, I think that's that's exactly how the war happened. But yeah, this is an alternate history where I guess we lost the war, one of the wars, and now everything looks like a, a theme park. Sure, like this is the alternate future where like even the president's a huge weeaboo and stuff, so he just models everything after Japan. Yeah, it's really it's kind of stupid how this this the comic Big Hero Six was originally about like five Asian superheroes, so then they. They made it multicultural, which I guess also works. But but also they just like they turned this movie. They just turned it into a bunch of stupid Japanese stereotypes. Like let's put a guy in a giant in a Godzilla suit. Put a put some robots in there. Put some what those orange. What are those pink uh, trees called? Cherry lilies. Oh, uh, cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms. It's on par with. It's on par with Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo with how weeaboo <laughs> this movie is. Yeah. Also, if you notice at the end credits, you can see like a a samurai pizza cat somewhere. Whoever designed this dump has obviously never been to Asia. This looks like a bad mashup between an amusement park and an ethnic stereotype. Hey, whatever makes the audience happy. Oh, did you stay around for the 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 end? The end of the credits. Yeah, that was classic. Stan, yeah, Howard the Duck has the no. Uh, he has a cameo at the very end of the credits. Wait, we just spoiled it for Ken and and Jashira. Who cares? It's okay. oh, it spoiled for me. I mean, I don't. I don't think that movie. It's so so much generic of a superhero movie. Yeah, it's so. Thank you. It's so generic superhero that right when you start it you're gonna be able to figure it out anyway you know mm -hmm. it's like, not like inter yeah. it's not like interstellar with its surprises yeah it's well yeah it's a predictable superhero movie but predictable but really but well executed which kind of like boggles it down a little bit so it's like a yeah. good not great sort of well, movie. like like a bad execute like a movie that's really similar to being a generic superhero movie was the recent ninja turtles movie mm -hmm. Which is like so paint by numbers. It's like really boring. This is Big Hero Six is way better than yeah the Last Ninja Turtles, which is a huge endorsement. Yeah, well, I did like the the Last Ninja Turtles movie because it was just a fun action movie. It got it was just ninety minutes and it was done. Whatever. But yeah, the like uh. the villain. Let me uh the villain for this Big, big Hero Six was like, wow, really? I would never thought of that. I'm so the fucking brother. Wait, what? No. It's a fucking no, wait, wait, wait. Well, actually, no, there is... No, oh, man, there is something about the whole villain thing that I could talk about, but I can't because it would ruin a bunch of stuff. Okay, what if uh, Chishira and Ken, you just, like, mute your mics and me and Jim talk about it and we text you back? Oh, my God, care. no. I don't care. No, that's... That, no, it's okay. It's it's not a big thing. Okay, yeah. well... Don't, sorry. Well, we don't have to talk about okay. it. Sorry. No, talk about it. Man. Okay, well, if it for anyone listening, if you don't want any spoilers to Big Hero 6, skip to... 3-7 minutes. 5-7 seconds. 3-7 minutes. 5-7 seconds. Fuck you. There. Okay, okay. so <laughs> let's spoil the fucking movie. <laughs> Okay, no, it's not it's not too much of a spoiler, but there's one thing that doesn't make a lot of sense to me mm -hmm. is that um so his brother if the 
this thing blows up and his brother's in it and his brother dies and so he becomes a superhero you know it's like a total marvel thing yeah. and mm -hmm. um and then the guy who becomes the bad guy who's honestly his name escapes me so that's his best as i can describe him he like made a little fortress with these little nanobots mm -hmm. but then they're like they're like oh so you killed my brother and he's like oh no i just saved myself i didn't know your brother was in there and it was like really <laughs> defeating it was like no it's not it's not co connected kid your brother just went in the building and died i don't, I don't know what it's to like, tell you like, I'm, I'm sorry about that oh damn it's like the brother it was like <laughs> look dude my, awesome. this has like nothing my, to do with you like it, it should have just like my bad bro it just kind of happened i don't know what to tell you like what should, what should have happened is like the that teacher guy just say oh wait your brother was in there ah. <laughs> oh fuck Dude, I'm sorry, man. And this, this is like, oh, this is like some Spider-Man stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. That's the. There's another thing with that is you don't know why that explosion happened, and what the like how they they never clue you into like there was an electrical fire or like there's no hint that like something might explode. It was just like explosion. Yeah. I feel they killed him off way too fast. Like they should have at least showed him like saving people or something. And just like yeah, oh, he's dead. But I, if anyone can find out how that explosion happened, they just don't tell you. It was just like suddenly the place was on fire. Yeah, it's just you to know? move the plot along, whatever. They don't I mean, even want to explain it. What also bothers me is the motivation he had, like, to save this girl that's stuck in another dimension. And, uh, like, when they save her, they don't really, they, they don't meet. So it's just like, what was the point? They don't talk to each other. I don't think she even had any lines. Uh, maybe before when they're doing the experiment. Yeah, but it's like, like it seems like a just a plot device. Like she didn't do anything. They didn't reunite. They didn't do anything with the two. Well, they. I think they look. Oh, her, her and her dad, or yeah. I think they look at each other, but he he, he has to go to jail. So that sucks. He fought. <laughs> then he has to go to jail after he saved his daughter. Yeah, but they should have like uh, we we just spoiled the shit out of this for Ken. And yeah. Who cares? I don't it's know. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I have Sorry, a question. Guys. Uh, I have a question. How does the uh, comic kill the brother? Is it the same way? Um, I you know, the comics. There's two weird things about the comic. One is that I don't remember it at all, and the the awesome. second thing is Best it's comic. two it it's two miniseries made one in the 90s and one in the 2000s like i think seven or eight years apart so one features sunfire who's from the x-men a lot and then the other the second one i guess is a little closer to the cartoon i think but i don't remember the brother being killed i mean it's really they just used the title and a few of the characters and didn't even really use the character because baymax is his bodyguard and is like this cool robot in a tuxedo in the comic they like it's so i mean disney's been known for its radical adaptations i mean look at the little mermaid or being the beast this is kind of like in the tradition of how disney adapts anything is like fuck you let's do what we want okay honey lemon's a honky no but honey lemon's one that's really different <laughs> you son of a bitch you get book of life come hey, on hey, hey, let's <laughs> I get Dangle and Shane. It's such a half-assed thing they did. Like, okay, which I'm glad. I'm glad that they they tried to include like a diverse cast of superheroes. But then, like Honey Lemon, they just like they just like it was a last-minute addition. Apparently, one of the, the her actress who is a uh, 
I don't Gabriella know. something. Yeah, Gabri- Genesis something or Gabriella? Genesis something with a G. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, while they were recording, she said, let's try it with like a Spanish accent. A Spanish accent, a very slight Spanish accent, but the only thing you can really tell that she's Latina in this entire movie is that she says "foto" and "hito." I like. Oh, then, I thought that was Spanish. like a joke. Like she's a college girl that's accepting of all these people, but is like totally racist because she insists on calling him. <laughs> she like insists on calling him like like oh hero like. <laughs> Like it's like, whoa, calm down, honey. Love. I thought it was endearing, but it's totally kind of like that missed. missed She's just uh, like a giant bully. My cousin thought she was just like a freaking weeaboo. She didn't know, like we're li- we're Hispanic, and we couldn't tell that this character was supposed to be Latina. Wait, what? Yeah, really? Just, yeah. Yeah. I did not get that at all. I knew that her the voice actress was Latina, but I didn't know so she it was. Would have been to be. better if she was like Arima, Arima, and no. stuff like that. <laughs> See, if she had done that, I would have... Spanish. No, come on. It would have been so much better if they actually included some lingo in there. Anything. Or actually, uh, like, made the accent a lot heavier. Just anything. Yeah. I mean, mean, yeah. How would you know unless... I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I think they were kind of like... I think Disney was afraid to make a character with dark skin, which there are light-skinned Latinas, because... Yeah. Because I don't look Hispanic at all, but... But I, I think Disney was just like, okay, let's make a Latina character, but don't make her skin too dark, okay? Just lighten it up, okay? Well, Honey Lemon in the comic book, I don't think is. Well, they were all Japanese in the comics. They, they were all Japanese. Something. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do not remember this comic at all. Yeah, no, I mean the. You're the only one that read the comic, and we remember it better than you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Baymax in the comics was just, was not this marshmallow thing. He was this giant green lizard. Green lizard. Yeah, this... I thought it was just a robot. I thought that well, no, was can... actually a, a, the lizard thing that transforms into the lizard. He can he can transform into a couple things. I remember that part. So uh, he can transform into like a suit guy and a and a ro- and a yeah. uh, reptile and all sorts of stuff. He's he's kind of cooler in the comic, but I like the Baymax. The but you can't remember ball. him at all. Maybe you should like no, a not really. Google. Maybe you should Google his name and look for a photo. <laughs> did your did the theater you went to have that cool blow up uh, Baymax stand in? No, I think there was some that was like inflatable. Stuff. No, but I would probably have stolen that if I worked in a movie theater. Oh, it's it's really cool if your theater has. I don't know if I mean it's been a little bit since it's come out, so it might not still be there. But some of them were like half inflated, so his arm would be all like shriveled up. But <laughs> it was it was it, they were cool. I like it when movie studios do like yeah. have really detailed stand-ins yeah i really want some of those uh like cut cardboard cutouts in movie theaters like i w- like i wish i got into work at a movie theater a lot longer that way i can have all this stuff but no you worked at a movie they, theater they throw all that sh- shit out like because you're supposed to they don't want you to sell it but it's like why why not let the movie theater make some cash, you know? I don't know. I th- I, I think, they do, yeah, sometimes they do let you keep it, and sometimes they, they just throw it out. Hmm. So any last thoughts on big hetero sex? Um, I haven't watched it, and you spoiled it for me, so I'm never going to watch it. Good but predictable movie, yeah. Arriba, Arriba. Okay, I, next. I just oh. wish that they could have given more Hispanic traits to freaking Honey yeah. Lemon. Like, like I, I want more representation. I wouldn't mind that. Actually, I was talking, let's get the taco. They, 
people. They should in in America. That's the biggest growing demographic for movie going. Yeah. So you'd think they would. Yeah, but then nothing. When my my Hispanic family didn't know that she was supposed to be his Latina at all. Oh wait, did you see the 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 sh- you know the short fetch? It's actually oh, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. If you want to see the short, it's really good. It's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, Sorry, I'm like making Pan link the things. But... Yeah, I'm not gonna link it. They can find it on their own. Okay, you can you can find it, but it's worth finding. It's a really you, good short. You haven't you don't see much cell shading on uh, theatrical movies. Like you know what cell shading is, right? Where the 3D object is like flat and looks like a cartoon, kind of like a Zelda <laughs> Wind Waker. Charlie Brown movie. No, that's, mm-hmm. not, that's not really cell shading the Charlie Brown. That's kind of has his own style. Fuck you. But see Fetch, it's really good. Yeah. It's uh, it it warmed my heart. I liked it more than Big Hero Six, I think. Yeah, I can pretty much tell a story just by focusing on the dog and like, without showing the actual humans, but you can still tell what's going on. Let's get into other superhero animated movies. Which one should we talk about? Let's talk um, about Sky High, I guess. That's not animated. Whatever, oh, wait, are, since, since you already talked about The Incredibles and the Pixar one, are we still doing that? Or would we be doing that or no? Yeah. I was in, hang on. Chishira, you, you haven't been talking much. What's your favorite animated superhero movie? Teen Titans? Hey. Nah, well, yeah. But no, that's that's a series. That's a series. Uh, well, throw some examples out there. Let me see. Uh, Teen Titans Trouble in Trouble Tokyo? In Tokyo? In Tokyo, Japan, there's a master villain no one seems to know about. But he's reached out across the globe and sent the Titans a message. Pack your things. We're heading for Tokyo. Will they be heroes in this foreign land or seen as unwanted criminals? Roman has been arrested! Follow the Titans in their first feature-length adventure. Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo, next Saturday at 7.30. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Tsunami on Cartoon Network. Okay, that wasn't really my favorite, though. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't really that, all that into it. Like, I, I, I loved it, but I feel like whenever you just try to make a movie out of them taking a vacation somewhere and it's not the main villain that, we're, like, we're always, like, in, in love with, then, like, I don't I don't want to deal with Whoa, that. It's, the- it's like a... The villain in that yeah. movie was just some guy who wanted to bring his cartoon girlfriend to life, and he created yeah. a demon. I felt like there was. If you're gonna make a big giant movie, like movie budget kind of thing, I'd rather it be well, like I don't know, well obviously Slate, I guess, but just something that I'll actually feel worried about the team actually dying or something, some angst. I don't know because this, you knew they weren't gonna. Nothing was going to end with those with that character. Like we don't know this villain. We don't really care much care. for it. Well, yeah, it's like we yeah, don't there care. Was a, the there Teen were, Titans break up. And then I mean, get back Teen together. Titans episodes that like have more uh, that are more tense and with more action than that movie. Yeah, like almost every season finale. Yeah. The only good thing yeah. about that movie was the Zone Ten Flash. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Not that again. Mm-hmm. But um, one movie that I really enjoyed watching was probably the Wonder Woman movie. What Wonder the, Woman movie? The animated one of, I forgot what year it was. Oh, yeah. Like 2009 or so? Yeah, the 2009 one. That one is the one that I really loved watching. Yeah, let me finish talking about Trouble in Tokyo, then we can talk about that one. Okay. Which, yeah, that was kind of like the season finale for the Teen Titans, the series finale for the Teen Titans. Yeah. But wasn't it supposed to be set like before they did the whole um, Titans Together thing? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't know, but I know it came out after. But that, 
it came know. out after, but it was supposed to be set in between, like season four and five. Oh yeah, it's like it's like that uh, Cowboy Bebop movie where it came out way later and it's supposed to take place before in some time, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really have much. Like none of the continuity matches up with it. Yeah. So like, because they never mention the movie in any of the Teen Titans episodes, I don't think. Right? They're <laughs> never like, "Hey, remember when we took that vacation?" You know? Yeah, remember Japan? That was fucked up. <laughs> remember that? Remember that uh, cat lady that tried to kill me after she fucked me? That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was. I don't think they'd have to bring up anything. The episode, that movie, was basically like a filler. Yeah, I mean, it was like, basically a love yeah. story with uh, Robin and Starfire. That was yeah. it. It was just a filler. So, that, like, they could put it in between because there's nothing that affected except for the fact that they're dating now. But mm-hmm. it, they didn't have time to date. Well, the movie was just about, like, the Teen Titans. Like, someone tried to kill them. And it's like, pack your bags. We're heading for Tokyo. And <laughs> that's what. And they go all the way to Japan to find this one guy that tried to kill them. Hey, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, what the oh, fuck, Oh, man, I'm bro? sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, man. All right, that's all I wanted to know. All right, okay, guys, let's, let's go back. He apologized. Let's go. Who was protecting the city while they were away? Um, uh, Justice League. I'm sure, I'm sure they just called Aqualad. He didn't have anything going on. Yeah. No, he's in the other team. Yeah, he's on Titans West. Oh, or East. sorry. East. Yeah. Yeah, he can do anything. Hey, there's a Hispanic superhero there. It's Masi Menos. Oh, my God. They're Guatemalan. <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know these you things. You don't know nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Oh, my God. prove that you know nothing. <laughs> we don't know the difference between Hispanic and Latino. We're fucking idiots. I'm sorry. Oh, no, oh, hey, whatever. The, the Guatemala is like in the bottom of freaking Mexico. It's fine. Close enough. What is? No, They're there. Like, it's right there. It's like confusing Canada and America. Close enough. <laughs> oh. Damn. Some more nice. Um, what a bunch of. Oh, oh, I have this like. Okay, so once they come back from Tokyo and they go back to their town, like everything's destroyed and stuff. <laughs> oh, like God. oh, fuck. how long have we been away? <laughs> Why did we go to Japan again? I forgot. Have to find one guy. Just this one a guy. can bang me, huh? Oh, Wait, I, I love I'm how fr- when they go to Japan, the first, the first freaking thing that they encounter is a Godzilla monster. Oh yeah. Whoop. <laughs> it's Godzilla, but no, it's not Godzilla because of copyright. <laughs> like, and then he even he even attacks the power lines, like in the first Godzilla <laughs> movie. Um, it, it, this yep. Big Hero Six and the Wolverine is like a trifecta of like let's go to let's have something reminiscent of Japan and it's just like Godzilla and robots and ninjas and whatever. Let's make all Actually, these weeps so happy right now. Yeah, we didn't do any research. But this is close <laughs> enough. You should see the. Uh, there's a really good movie that where a cop goes to Japan uh, called Black Grain that kind of does that the whole format that this and the Wolverine does. Uh, it's like with Michael Douglas from the '80s, but that's like the only, every time I see this this story, I'm always like, "Oh man, Black Rain was really good." I wish these could be like that Michael Douglas movie <laughs> from the late '80s. But it, Black Rain, everyone forgets about it. But it's a cool movie. It's a uh, uh, Ridley Scott. Yeah, bunch of weeaboo movies. So, Chishira, uh, what was that Wonder Woman movie? Dressed this way, she's Diana Prince, but beneath that beautiful gown, it's Wonder Woman! And now Wonder Woman comes with flyaway action! Wonder Woman, you can make her fly! 
Wonder Woman, complete with flyaway action and costumes by Miko. Yeah, I just love that one. It was uh, it was a good origin story, I guess. And like, I made my friends watch it, and they loved it too. It's like it was just it's a great movie. I love it. I'm like my brother usually complains. Like my brother's one of those people that hate watching like female superheroes and stuff like that but then i made him watch wonder woman and he even enjoyed that one and i don't know it was i just i don't even know how to start with that one i just liked it a yeah. lot well i'd never saw it did any of you guys see it I've never wonder woman it. i looked at it once and i was like i'm good yeah. like i love the animation the animation was clean it, and like the lighting was great and then tara strong's in there too tara strong's everywhere she's everywhere like i feel like that's a game Every single DC, like, the series, I'm I just want to look strong. Huh? I'm voiced by Terra Strong. We're all voiced oh, by Terra Strong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at me. I'm Terra Strong. Yay. <laughs> I feel like DC's way better at making cartoons than Marvel. Yeah, Marvel yeah. makes the better theatrical movies. DC makes the TV shows. Well, they used Cause, to. Because, like, like, DC, all their animated movies, because I didn't realize how many animated DC movies there were and there's like a lot of them and mm-hmm. every clip I saw of one I was like wow these all look really good and like Marvel all the ones I've seen look crappy or aren't that long or, or just like young young Avengers or something it's just like not very good but they've never whoa, what's going on uh, they've never been as good at animation like that that's like the one thing they need to improve on well their sort of video animations were pretty were mediocre but like the tv shows always range in quality like i don't i mean Marvel? spectacular spider-man was yeah. good but the rest of them are a little forgettable yeah what's the last good uh marvel cartoon well i heard a lot of people love the avengers cartoon Oh, I haven't checked. I need to check it. Is the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon started or? Uh, no. That's Wait, still, what? Yeah, they're they're making that into production. It's there's a trailer for it. It looks pretty slick. You know nothing yeah. about cartoons. Oh, like God. A, oh, shut up right now. It kind of looks like a titmouse. <laughs> it kind of looks like a titmouse Motor City production in that style of bunch of lights everywhere and. It kind of looked gross. Yeah. I was hoping that when Disney bought Marvel, that finally Marvel would have a bunch of really good cartoons. But, you know, I feel like DC's, like, so past them at this point, it's going to take them a while to even well, catch up. DC, the only superhero... All their superhero TV shows have become live action, like Arrow and uh, Flash. And all yeah. they have for animation is just Teen Titans Go. Well, they have Batman Man. Oh, recently, or...? Recently, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, they're like, doing that Teen Titans live action show, supposedly. Yeah. On TNT. Yeah, wasn't... Didn't that start off as like a Raven live action series? Yeah. I remember hearing of that a couple of years before. A while back they was gonna... a while back they announced like a Raven live action TV series, but I guess that mm-hmm. did, they they needed something after Smallville, but I guess they chose instead with to go with Arrow. That's well, probably that's, the best that's, choice. That's I want to see Raven. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! I want, uh, I want my I don't wanna... regular Raven. I think it's a pretty good idea that they didn't make a live-action Raven. I mean, who really want to see a bad CGI Trigun? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, if they ever do... If that uh, live-action Teen Titans TV series that's going to be made for TNT ever gets done... Uh, what was her name? The, 
Audrey Plaza should Aubrey be Raven. Uh, yeah. From Parks and Recreations. Yeah, that's that's ending so plausibly. She'd have the free time. Yeah, that'd be a great. Per- She's too busy making Grumpy Cat, the greatest movie of all time. Oh yeah. I don't. Yeah, she. I don't think she has enough time now. Dude, yeah. she tweeted. She tweeted up a storm about Grumpy Cat, saying like, "I don't even know what's going on in this fucking movie." <laughs> did she really? <laughs> yeah. She was like, I think she got drunk and just watched it. Like, oh my god, what have my career became? I made this fuck. I was the cat shit. I hate cats. God damn it. I should have became Raven. Damn it. But did you guys ever see any like a uh, straight to video DC animated movies? I. Uh, no. I, uh, I, I watched Mask of the Phantasm, but oh, yeah, that's not... Hang on. Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, let's talk about that. Now, America's most exciting and legendary movie hero comes to the big screen like you've never seen him before and faces his greatest danger, the Phantasm. I want you. Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. In a soaring new full-length motion picture adventure, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, rated PG, starts December 25th only in theaters. Well, you. The funny thing about no wait wait, Phantasm was a theatrical movie. Well, it it was, but the funny thing about that movie is, so it came out and didn't they didn't promote it very well. It didn't come out in many theaters, and nobody really even reviewed it because they just didn't get their shit together. Like I think they had eight months to make it, and it's really impressive mm-hmm. for eight months. But then when it came on video. Suddenly, like, Siskel and Ebert reviewed it, and a bunch of critics reviewed it, and they're all like, wait, why the hell did we not see this? This was really good. And it suddenly got all these crazy good reviews when it came out on video. So for most most people have seen this on video. It's actually kind of, you could kind of say it's straight to video, because I know one person who saw it in theaters, and he was like, yeah, it was me and another guy just really into this Batman movie. Did they make friends? <laughs> I don't I don't think so, but you know, as as friendly as you can be experiencing a movie in the dark, which now sounds really dirty and gross. So I mean, I think I don't know, but I think the loneliest theater experience was watching the movie Joan and Hex and there was only like three people in the theater. Was that movie like about to get out of the theater or something? I think it barely came out and it was already bombing cuz it was a DC superhero yeah. movie that no one cared about. Yeah, was Megan Fox or something. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Yeah, but like, I've actually the only other person at theater was like some like an elderly couple. Like, I guess they were expecting like a John Wayne movie, but no, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely was not John Wayne at all. I've I've actually seen a movie and no one was in the theater and fallen asleep. Yeah, but going back to DC animated movies, uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, what was it? I actually. I'm going to, this is a big statement, but I think it's the best Batman movie, like, including the live action ones. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I need pretty well, the animated series is better than the live action in general. No, the animated series, I still think, but I think the Mask of the Phantasm, it actually has, before The Dark Knight came out, it had the best Rotten Tomatoes score of any Batman movie. Yeah. But I still think it's the best one, because it's just... It's so good. Like, I don't know. I just like the whole uh, arc with um, him and the girl and the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, and the, plot the animated was, series was amazing. Well, explain the plot of Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, uh, well, so 
all these mobsters are getting killed by this mysterious creature, or this mysterious guy who everybody thinks is Batman. And at the same time, this girl, um, whose name I forget, I think it was, oh, Andrea Beaumont. Okay, mm-hmm. Andrea Beaumont comes back to town, and she was a love of Bruce Wayne right before, right when he was starting to become Batman. Mm-hmm. And so all these mobsters are getting killed when she comes to town and they're, um, he's trying, Batman is trying to save his reputation since everyone thinks he's like just straight up killing all these big mobsters and her and Bruce Wayne are, um, rekindling their love that was torn apart when she left town and he became Batman. And it's, it's cool because it's like most Batman stories aren't as much about Batman's, uh, Batman himself. They're kind of like, more about these villains and all this other stuff a lot of the time. And this one's more about like his beginnings and it's, it's kind of like a year one type thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's also like his, his love story. The love story I think is really strong. It's like this, uh, um, unrequited love thing. And, you know, and the animation's crazy good. And, um, I think, I don't know. I it's just, it. it's a, it's a cool movie and it's, it's actually kind of, one of the few Batman movies, one of the only Batman movies they say is, like, really beautiful, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it's basically an origin story about how he became Batman, not the uh, theater shooting. That's a different thing. But, yeah. What? what? Wait, no, I'm, no, I'm referring to how Batman with family, you know, how his parents were killed oh, in the theater. Oh, okay. <sighs> oh, that's theater. Sh- Whoa. No. Okay, I thought we went too far for a second. No. no. <laughs> Even I was like, what the fuck, dude? No. Come on. All three of us were like, whoa, what's going on right now? No, whoa. never mind. Never mind. Oh, Drunk. God. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, I, I can see how up. that can be taken out of context really badly. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, they don't go into, well, the, the whole, one of the things about Mask of the Phantasm, and they don't get into um, his, his parents getting shot, is, um... Uh, the his the expect the uh, promise he made to his parents that he would like avenge them, and he's kind of like you never see his parents; you just see a picture of their grave, and he's like arguing with them. And it's an interesting way to show a internal struggle mm-hmm. where he like knows he has to basically become Batman, but he also like wants to marry this woman, and it's kind of like an interesting dynamic and fight. And you kind of it makes Batman seem extra sad mm-hmm. because you know what he had to give up like he could never uh, fall in love because he had to become Batman mm-hmm. you know and molest Robin but that was like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay I'm not the first one who's thought that all right so oh, where'd that come from way back sorry, in sorry. Like these are Batman. I'm sorry allegedly well, allegedly like you had this, you were you had this deep analysis on Batman and then you just pop up with that. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, but he's. I think it's 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 actually a really deep. That's the thing about the animated series is it's really well animated, and it's a lot of like one-liners and like funny, silly things. But then it has like some deep analysis of these characters in it, and I think that's why animated series is and Mask of the Phantasm is on this pedestal when it comes to how you write and do Batman in a movie or a TV show because it's just like they actually cared about each of these characters and their neuroses and all that stuff. And when you do that, I mean, it's 20 years later and we're still talking about that show. How many shows from the early nineties that were big are we still talking about? Not, not as many as Batman the animated series. Yeah, I mean, like, not as many as Batman molesting Robin. (laughs) It's hard to make a Batman movie, anything, any Batman TV show without drawing comparisons to Batman animated series. It's impossible. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like there were there were a lot, the early '90s had a lot, a lot of great animated shows, but it also took away. It won the best animated uh, animated series Emmy because of that Mister Freeze episode. Because before that, Mister Freeze didn't yeah, have the whole. I mean, he, yeah, he didn't have an origin. It wasn't the thing with his wife. They made that up for the animated series, and they beat like The Simpsons in its prime. Uh, for an Emmy, which was an insane thing. Like, it was a really big deal, what animated series was doing in the 90s. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Uh, th- 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 there was a time when also uh, Samurai Jack won, like, I think, Best Emmy, and it beat The Simpsons and South Park. And, like, I remember, like, Ma- the creators of South Park, Matt and Trey, they were on, like, a talk show, and they were saying... Oh, right, one year right, we didn't right. lose The Simpsons, we lost to Futurama. Oh. And then the next night, we, or the next year, we, won- we lost to Samurai Jack. Which we'd never heard of. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. But it won last year. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it won an Emmy. Samurai Jack won. Is that a sandwich of Jack, Jack, Jack in the Box or something? Right. Jason, can we book the ch- Samurai Jack? <laughs> Ooh, really? Ow. Damn. They're usually a lot smarter than that. That Fuck like you. that's disrespectful. Fuck you guys. Ow. <laughs> that's, was that... Matt Ray make that joke, or was it the talk show host? The talk show host. Yeah, they don't they should have defended. Like See, I thought they cared a li- Every time I think they care about cartoons, they make some. I've heard of them making an ignorant joke. Like, you know, Seth MacFarlane seems to care a little bit more than those guys. Well, I don't think Man and Trey didn't. Hey. Man and Trey didn't make the joke about the cartoon. It was a talk show host. Yeah. They no, like, but oh. they, don't, they don't know what Samurai Jack is. It's like, what the fuck? You know? That's like a major cartoon. That's not like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like that. that that goat show the lady's suing over or something you know it's like a major <laughs> show that's like if if like um the guy who created bob's burgers and you're like what do you think of adventure time and he was like i don't what is that that sounds like a kid's storybook and you'd look at him like what the fuck is wrong with you aren't you in animation you know i don't know it's just i understand they didn't make the joke but like how are they so unaware they don't know what Samurai Jack is? Well, maybe, they, I don't know, maybe it was just, they were just joking around, but who knows. Okay, sorry, I shouldn't yeah. be so offended by this. Sorry. But yeah, like, uh, you know what I did, What I found a little strange about Mask of the Phantasm? I kind of felt, I kind of felt like Joker was out of place in that movie. Well, but Joker had the, that laugh and it was awesome. The Joker, the Joker laugh when, like, the, the, the um, City of Tomorrow is burning yeah. is insane. That's that's so cool. Yeah. But um, Mark Hamill is so good. Is such a good voice actor. It's insane. But um, they will never uh, let him retire as Joker ever. I hope. I I, I kind of he's so good at it. I mean, I like that he does like regular show, and then he's going to shoot a Star Wars movie, and then he comes back and still does voice acting. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. But he um, I like that the Joker's in court because he was a gangster first. Mm-hmm before he became the Joker and it kind of works. And I like in uh, Batman cartoons when they'll have a villain who won't be like the main reason for the story. Cause that would happen in the comics. It's kind of like in the dark Knight where the scarecrows just at the beginning, it's like, that's very comic book to me. So I, I kind of understand that, but I, to me, it's like very Batman comic book to have a villain just, you know, at the beginning, Batman would just kick the Riddler in the face from, you know, robbing a bank, but then the real story would it be about, you know, the Joker or something, you know, that's, that is not a specific example, but you know, but you, you remember that, uh, remember the opening sequence with the, uh, the city and that opera music? 
Oh, oh yeah, I know. Wait, is this about the CG thing? Oh no. Well, it was the CG at the time. It was. It still looks pretty good. But you know what they were singing in that opera thing? Oh what? They, they were just singing the uh the the name of the credits. That's what the wait as an opera as thing. the credits went on, like they were singing like Bruce Tim and stuff. Yeah, but like Bruce Tim, but as an opera thing. Really? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I did not know that. That's crazy. You would assume like it's some profound thing, but no, it's just the credits. You know that that uh, CG thing that was they wanted to change the opening to Batman the Animated Series to that because it was CG. Oh yeah, but I'm glad they didn't do Which that. Which is no, that opening is oh so good. It's still, yeah, it's still pretty good, but like I don't know. It, if you go back to anything in the '90s, it's like, hey, let's try this new CGI thing. It, it's it, it'll totally work and years later you just yeah. see it and ugh. they made did anyone see the second but it's a direct-to-video animated series movie like sub-zero oh yeah i've never even has anyone seen that i've never yeah, that seen one's that. actually pretty good i think i would the, like to i mean what yeah i think that was the one that won the emmy i'm not sure or was it no, the, the, the Emmy? Episode? That's I know that's the episode. Oh, yeah. That might that's a different thing. I think. But uh, I think my fa- one of my favorite ones was a uh... Batman Beyond uh, Return of the Joker. So how is it possible he could still be around after all this time? It's not possible. The Joker was unlike anyone you've ever faced, and for your sake, I hope you never do. Ah, the new boy. Let's dance, Bozo. Mr. J's on the rebound, baby! My comeback party's gonna set the whole town on fire! No, no, like, I was okay with it. I was alright. Well, thanks for nothing. Well, yeah, like, I, I can't really say much about it because, like, I remember um, Batman Beyond vaguely. Uh, and then when I watched that that episode, it's like, well, well I just remember the ending, I think, where it's like they're, they're it was, what was it? What was the end? Oh, my God, I'm oh, blinking out on the ending crap. already. The ending was that, uh, well, I guess spoilers for that movie skip to. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Well, hang on, no. <laughs> Let me explain the plot of Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, then we'll get into spoilers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, Batman Beyond takes place in the future where Batman from Batman the Animated Series is retired and he needs a new Batman, so he gets, gets this younger kid named Terry McGinnis, and uh, he's a younger, slicker Batman, but he, his suit is more like Iron Man, where he can fucking fly and everything. <laughs> And uh, in this movie, apparently the Joker has returned, even though he's been dead for several years and no one knows why. It's, it's... Spoilers. <laughs> skip to... One hour. Thirteen minutes. Fifteen seconds. One hour. Thirteen minutes. Fifteen seconds. Oh, is that the, is that the spoiler? <laughs> that, that's actually the spoiler. It's it Robin. Wait, which, which it Robin? Is it Dick Robin. Grayson? Or... <laughs> Well, I think it was, is it, it was the younger one. It's a, is it is Todd? It, I don't know. Who's the younger Robin? Well, there's... Oh God, there's, I lost track after Robin 3. That's dude, there's so many Robins that Batman Todd, is Who cares? It's just Robin. Or Jason Todd's the third Jason one. Todd. You're right. Sorry. I don't know. There was like there's, a, they had this weird science experiment, and then uh, it, he became Joker. Yeah. No, Jason Todd's the... He's Second a red. one, the, whichever was the red Robin from uh, the the animated series. Oh, that's I don't know. 
think that is Jason Todd because then the next one's also like Damian Wayne, and yeah. that's the the kid, the son. Yeah, and, Red and Robin. yeah. But yeah, the, was, remember how yeah. brutal that uh sci- laboratory scene was? Wait, Tim Drake, Tim Drake, I forgot about Tim Drake. Close enough, yeah. Would y'all remember how brutal that was? Yeah. I mean, oh they, yeah, that was that was fucked up. Yeah, it was. They were just experimenting on Robin, and uh, the way they killed the Joker, they animated two sequences: one for the uncut and one for the kids' version. Which, the kids' version, he gets I think stabbed with one of those, you know, those guns that shoot like a, a flagpole and says "pow" on it, and he just gets stabbed with that. Yeah. And then the right. other one, I think Joker just slips on something, and he just pulls some electrical cords, and he gets electrocuted to death. Yeah, that's which, the one. Neither of those seem like appropriate for kids at all. <laughs> Well, maybe electrocuting to death was more child friendly. <laughs> no, the stabbing I think the stabbing one was the one for kids. The stabbing? Yeah, the one that was TVY7 for families. But the stabbing was better cuz Joker did that line where he said that's not funny and then he falls. Yeah. But wait, that was, was the movie, better. Wait, was the uncut version PG or PG13? No, it was PG13, yeah. Joker death yeah well do they do they air air this anywhere or did it just come out on dvd i've seen it on cartoon network several times and i think, oh okay uh, yeah they played because that was the same thing with the teen titans movie it aired a couple no. times but it also came out on dvd this youtube video that says joker death full scene uncensored is the one where joker gets shot yeah that was a creepy scene i liked i liked how that f- entire flashback that could have been its own short film yeah, I like when they just have a scene in a movie where it feels like a, a standalone short film. Another example of that would be Doctor Manhattan's backstory in the Watchmen movie. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that was a movie that where he said, "Hey, you guys, you cause cancer," and then he goes to Mars or something. It's like, whoopsie Daisy, that wasn't me. <laughs> I'll just hide out here until they forget about me. Ooh, I wish I could do that. High-speed pursuit between police and armed gunmen is underway, traveling northbound on San Pablo Avenue. Other animated superhero movies. Does anyone have other other ones? I mean, should we should we talk about The Incredibles or yeah, no? Let's talk about let's talk about the greatest animated CGI superhero theatrical movie, Megamind. Megamind. <laughs> Oh, Megamind? <laughs> How wacky! Hey, it was a I pretty can, good movie. Can, uh, no comment. <laughs> what? Did you guys not see? Did you guys hate Megamind? I I don't I love Megamind. I laughed at it. It was. <laughs> I laughed at it because it was so pathetic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was okay. It just wasn't. I love that yeah. movie because I don't know it had a pretty cool concept where like the movie's just about this supervillain and it's about him just like finally defeating the superhero and he's like, "What do I do now? Fuck!" <laughs> and like the whole city has to co- well, the first like twenty minutes are like, "What do the whole city's just like? What do we do without that without the superhero?" Oh, I thought it was a cool concept. So no, none of you guys were like impressed with Megamind. I mean. You know, DreamWorks. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I saw it, but I it was a couple of years ago. So. Yeah, yeah, it was a movie. 
I don't know. I kept on watching it. I mean, that wasn't just because my nieces and nephew wanted to watch it or anything, but... I don't know. I saw it. I I sat down and I watched through it. Yeah, but there was that that one scene at the end where uh, the the, the loser character, Jonan Hill, who was just a some schlub becomes a superhero and he, he, well, he gets superpowers and then he just terrorizes people. But Mega Man's Mega Mind says, Mega Man, Mega Mind <laughs> says, you're not a real superhero. And Jonah Hill's just like, Oh yeah. What's the difference between you and me? And Mega Mind just says presentation. And he just has all this overused rock and roll music playing. And oh, it's like, I remember that. Yeah, it's like how, that part in the dark night. And he's like, what's the difference between you and me? He's like, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my graphic design teacher plays that clip just to e- elaborate what is graphic design presentation, basically. <laughs> yeah. So how about that Incredibles, though? Yeah, The Incredibles. Yeah. How's that sequel coming along? It's coming. It's been working when on When I it. heard about Toy Story 4, I was like, that... Uh! Why- Come on, just Incredibles too. But I think what? it's Brad Bird that, has Jim? a really good career. So where the fuck is gonna... Brad Bird right now? What the fuck is he doing? He's working on Tomorrowland. It's coming out next summer. What? So it's like a one of those the theme park movie after dark. Uh, no, it's a. Uh, I don't really know how to describe it because no, nobody knows anything really. But it's from the trailer. It's like this imaginary crazy world and. You can only go to it by holding this pin thing. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I don't, in six yeah. months, if anyone hears this, they're going to think I'm an idiot because they've seen the movie. But like, I, I don't know anything about it. I know George Clooney's in it, but mm-hmm. Ghost Protocol was really good. Yeah. So after you I, watched, I have uh, faith in what? If, after uh, our fans watch Tomorrowland, uh, go back to this video and comment that Jim's an idiot because he doesn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, but uh, I, The Incredibles is like for me. It's like Watchmen for kids. Yeah. It's like the whole. I mean, you know, it's it's a better Watchmen movie than the Watchmen movie. That's for sure. You know what? What really worked about The Incredibles is that it was not an origin story. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, you know, that's what I was thinking when I watched Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, actually, no, that's an origin story. You know what? I'm an idiot. Forget it. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really think of any superhero movie that's not a sequel that is not a uh, an origin story. Yeah, they that seems to be the main point now is I don't know, it's like it's hard because you have to explain how they got to be a superhero, mm-hmm. but it gets really old after a while. I know Marvel's even said the Doctor Strange movie isn't going to be an origin story yeah. and they want to try not to do as many because people are getting sick of them. But Guardians of the Galaxy isn't really very origin story It's kind of its own thing. It was kind of like, f- fucking, we have to save the world, I guess. Come on, guys. Yeah, it was do like, this. not really an origin story, you know? Like uh, yeah. Ninja Turtles or... Yeah, I was thinking about this today, like the scene where uh, the mom, Elastigirl, was telling the kids, you left the baby Jack-Jack at home, but they left him with a babysitter. Like, I was thinking... What, how different would this movie have been if they brought along a baby and, like, maybe a talking dog? The baby would be fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, because they have that yeah. scene... They have that, they have that scene where uh, Mrs. Incredible is just telling her kids, yeah, if, if you see these bad guys run, they will fucking kill you. They're not gonna... They're not gonna yeah. capture you or anything. They'll fucking shoot you in the goddamn head. You better fucking run. 
You're gonna fucking die, Dash. Run for your fucking life. Abandon your sister. Leave her there. You fucking run away and never look back. Are you having flashbacks when you live in Mexico? Hey, Pan, are you having flashbacks from when you used to live in Mexico? (laughs) (laughs) Right before you got across the border. That was you told me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was the message of the Incredibles. You're gonna fucking die if any bad guys find you. Oh, man, this is the most offensive podcast, and no one's not even here. I, I actually think the last podcast with our Big Bang Theory comments was the most offensive podcast. Big Bang Theory? What? Remember? Oh, we right. Talking we're, about Big... Yeah, you were... We were... I don't know. I just said... I just heard that people refer to Big Bang Theory as blackface for nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a classic. <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm still crying. Anyway, back to The Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, they were going to kill kids in this movie. But but that scene is is really dark and serious. It, like, really kind of... I mean, it's it's hard in a movie to just flat out explain the stakes like that. Mm -hmm. But that scene really works. Because as soon as that happened, I was like... Oh man, like they she's right. They will totally kill these kids or experiment on them or do something pretty horrific. You're like it kind of die. It, kid. It, it definitely every time I, I see that scene, I get a little freaked out. I'm like, "Oh, this is like for reals for reals right now." <laughs> yep. Like, you know. But that movie, you know, I don't know. That's my favorite Brad Bird movie and it, there's so much about it that's so good like the score, mm-hmm. how it's, you know, the storytelling so good and the shot. I mean, I don't know. That's like Definitely one of the best Pixar's in my opinion, but that's a hard thing to say what the best one is. But that's up there, you know. Dude, what happened if they did bring a talking dog and the dog just got shot? <laughs> That'll be messed up. They bring in a dog for like two seconds and they just kill him off. Oh, I actually I have a funny, incredible story. Um, so that movie came out the Friday after the election of the Bush Carey 2004 election, which was a big election. Mm -hmm. And I was in this class called media criticism. And so it was the first class since the election, but it also been, and more importantly, been the first class since the Incredibles. And the teacher's like all ready to talk because this is like a political class. And he was like all ready to talk about the election. And he goes, so what did everybody think about? And then I go, the Incredibles. What did everyone think about the Incredibles? And I'm not joking. I derailed that class for 20 minutes while we all talked about the Incredibles. And then, and then afterwards, because no one, everyone was like, that movie was so good. Oh, my God. And all this stuff. And then 20 minutes later, the teacher was like, okay, what did everybody think of? And then he just stared at me and pointed, the election. Cars 2. Yeah. But I was still like Incredibles 1 because it is so good. Everyone forgot about the election. Yeah. I mean, that- Everyone, yeah, that was like the one movie that everyone wants the sequel to. Yeah, I was actually really excited. Meanwhile, when I heard about Toy Story, I was like, no. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, like, I wanted that to end with three. Come yeah. on. It was a perfect ending. What is there to yeah. do after this? I, like, how can you torment my heart any more than that? Like, you can't do what anything. Was, it's all. What was the boy's name from uh, Toy Story? Andy, what happened? Andy. Andy comes back, like come back for the toys, and he's all drunk and stuff. Like, come on, guys, let's let's be back in the good old days. <laughs> I dropped out of college. Imagine if Andy just sees is online and sees, wait, a Woody figure is worth how much? Oh fuck, 
<laughs> that pays for my college what? tuition right there. Fuck, I don't need college. I got a Woody figure. <laughs> See you Save now, Woody. I'm in debt already. Fuck your college loans. I got Woody. Yes. Wait, Buzz Lightyear is how much? I'm selling that shit on eBay. Fuck, fuck that little girl. These are these toys are mine, and I'm selling them. <laughs> he just takes he the toy it. from the kid's head. He breaks it. He sees the Totoro doll, and he's like, I've always wanted one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has just a huge bag and just stuff the toys in really roughly and stuff. Like, Woody just says, I can't believe Andy just sold us. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were... Oh, wait. I just came up with... Okay, this is how this will work. Have you heard that theory about the Spud from the first one? Uh, spud? Oh. You mean the bully guy? Spud. Spud. Yeah, you know how the theory is in the third one? He's the trash guy? Where's the garbage? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Sorry, I'm not talking good. Yeah, there's, there's a scene in Toy Story 3 where you see a guy picking up the trash and he has the same shirt that the bully kid next door that blew up all the toys had. So it's the, it's implied that's the same character. What what you could do is I read this theory. I don't remember where I read it. That he became a garbage man because he was so scared by the toys. He actually saves toys and protects them. <laughs> and so so under this theory, let's say Andy goes back and steals the girls' toys, but then he leaves in the morning, and and Spud sees him, and Spud becomes the good guy and saves Woody and Buzz and brings them back to the little girl. <laughs> Whoa, that would be pretty good. That's an arc. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hey. There you go, Pixar. You can mail a check to my house. Damn. Apartment. Damn. But I would love... That, yeah. that really ruined his life after that. that. I've read that theory before, but I like it. It's a good theory. Or he's just going to blow him up. Oh, wow. That would be that would be the twist. Is like you think he's he lives right... They're driving close to where the girl lives, and then he turns and he goes, Psych! Hey, what, whatever happened to Lotso the bear? I don't know. Isn't he still I, stuck in a truck or something? He's well, dead. toys can die. I want them to throw him into a wood chipper. Wow. Would he still be alive? Like, what, at what point are the toys still alive if you chop them up? Because Buzz Lightyear can go without his arm. Uh, like, if you cut uh, off Buzz Lightyear's head, would his would his body become its own thing or no? You're looking into. I don't know. They were pretty scared. When they were yeah. going to go into the fire thing, so I imagine once you get like two mangled, if you it's get over. completely destroyed, then you're done. Did, did I did I already do this in the last podcast where I was talking yeah. about what happens after they go into the fire? Yeah. Oh, it, they become one thing. One melted right? blob. Uh, <laughs> there was there's a in the uh, the first Star Trek movie. Yeah. There's a thing where they're trying to transport two people. And they have a transporter problem, and then you don't know what happens to them. But someone over the intercom goes, uh, "Whatever we got back didn't last long." And I, and that was always like, "Wait, oh god, that sounds horrific." <laughs> oh, shit, what the hell happened? I don't. You never know. But that was like supposed to be his Spock replacement, and he died. And they're like, "Okay, we have to get Spock." Damn, crap. So yeah, Incredibles. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a movie. They do a, a cool little reference with Jack-Jack running in that when he runs, it's supposed to um, kind of be sort of like the part in Return of the Jedi with the speeder bikes. Yeah. It's kind of emulating that. And that's I like that cool kind of reference because Wait, with Return Jack-Jack of the run? Jedi, no. what they did, what? You're referring to Dash. Oh, what did I say? Jack-Jack. Jack-Jack. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. With, with Dash, when he's when Dash is running, and that happens, because with Return of the Jedi, what they did is they had a camera and they had it at a really uh, fast. I think it's a slow shutter speed and sped it up like like crazy. So that's why it's like so detailed but still moving fast. Mm-hmm. And they emulated that when they did that scene. Or I remember hearing... I've listened to the commentary a lot of times. Yeah, so. that was the best part in the video game where you're just uh, playing as Dash and running through everything, even though it was confusing as hell sometimes. Yeah. But there were so many invisible walls that you just bash into. I remember watching the movie and I was thinking like, wait, Dash can run on water? Why can't Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was bullshit. Sonic that's sucks. That's the only thing I was thinking about. That's the reason Sonic sucks. That's why. You can't even run on fucking water. What the hell? No, I think he did that in one of the games. Did he? Yeah, but that wasn't when uh, fucking Incredibles came out. No, what a shame. Yeah, Incredibles. If only the sequel would come out eventually, hopefully never. Didn't it win? I think it won an Oscar for like sound editing. It's like one of the few animated movies to win an Oscar that's not like best song and best animated feature. I hope so, yeah. I, th- I think it did, as I recall. Because yeah, the sound it. was like, that's a, if you ever get the DVD, it, it's a good way to test your TV and your sound system. Because mm-hmm. I've used it for every TV I've had. And it you can, this is super dorky, but uh, you can use it to calibrate your TV because it has a setup function and you can actually set up your TV and like make your TV and sound system better. So, um, but I don't know about the Blu-ray, but I remember the old DVD, which I still have. Oh of man, course. I remember, uh, I remember if you bought the DVD to the Incredibles, there was like this weird, uh, there was this short animated feature on there. It was like, it was like if Jack Jack attacks Mr. Incredible and uh, Oh and Frozone. Oh my God, that's I I love that. Have you watched it with commentary? What was it? I mean, what was it parodying? Like this Clutch Cargo? There was this old. Six- it is yeah yeah. Where this, they they don't have mouths, they just have lips from real people over the mouths. Yeah, basically what this is, it's parodying Clutch Cargo, this old fifties TV show where it's like two two dimensional drawings, but the mouths, it's kind of like the annoying orange where it's just like real human mouths over cartoons and this is what people did back then when they had no budget for animation and this is what the Incredibles did is made their own version of that. But the audio commentary is hilarious because it's Samuel Jackson just like commenting on like, why is my character white? The adventures of Mr. Incredible with his pals Frozone and Mr. Skipperdoo. Hello. This is Mr. Incredible here with Frozone. You know, I've actually never seen this. Uh, yeah, me neither. Several years ago, before the heroes were banned, we were approached about using our likenesses in a cartoon for kids by a producer named uh, Irv uh, Schechterman. Wait a second, what's this? Is that me? What? I'm white. They made me a white guy? You were blackish? They made me a white well, guy! <clears throat> Maybe the prince faded. You're tan. That's powerful goodness. Ish. But isn't that dangerous? In the wait, wait, wait. Is that supposed to be me? I sound like a, 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 a what? A beatnik. Yeah, that's it. I sound like a beatnik. It was meant to sound cool. Well, it doesn't sound cool, and it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> and then they have, a, they have a rabbit. It's 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 really funny. I, I don't know. I'll have to link to it in the description, but it's... I don't know what it you was called. Link me. I want to watch that. that I, the Incredibles DVD is... Is has so many special features. It has the voice of, um, shit. What's her name? The daughter. 
Um, but I think it's Sarah Violet? Val who did the voice. Violet? Violet, yeah, the voice of Violet. And it has her at home, like, because she's like an author. She's not a typical voice actor. Mm -hmm. And they have a thing with her. They have, like, so many cool special features. It's it's one of the best DVDs I think they ever made. Yeah. But, but I was thinking about... Crap, what was I... Fuck, why was I... Damn, I lost what I was going to talk about for the uh, Incredibles. Damn. But the Incredibles does set it, itself up so well for a sequel that think oh this you know in 2004 i probably thought oh this will happen by 2014 of course <laughs> yeah that's happened like i remember the video game they, they had they had the movie video game and then they had another video game that came out like a year later called rise of the underminer where it follows that bad guy they see at the end and it's like well if the video game came out then surely the movie's coming out right yeah the sequel it's coming out uh-huh. But that's, it's kind of a weird, it wasn't, most Pixar movies are developed with the so-called brain trust uh-huh. together. And I think The Incredibles was developed by Brad Bird outside of Pixar, and then he brought it to it. Unlike Ratatouille was like a whole different thing. Yeah, because if you look at like the uh, the writers for like each Incredibles movie, they all have a whole group of writers. But for The Incredibles, you just see directed by Brad Bird, written by Brad Bird. Yeah, it's like because they loved the Iron Giant. They were like, let's. They wanted to make a Brad Bird movie. Yeah, so. it's like, hey, here's, hey, we loved how you're. We loved Iron Giant, which was a financial failure. Here, make your own Pixar movie, and it yeah. worked. Oh man, I mean, I hope they bring him back because that was when I first saw Ghost Protocol. I loved it, but then I was like, you know, if he never comes back to animation, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Yeah, but. They actually offered him Star Wars, apparently, and he couldn't do it because he was working on the movie mm-hmm. that's coming out this summer. But I, I would have loved if he had done Star Wars. Yeah, oh, well. Star Wars Seven. Anyone see? Let's talk. Anyone see Star Wars Seven's trailer? Uh, oh, didn't it? What the fuck? Didn't it's it? those are scenes, all right. Yep, those are scenes. It had a guy in a stormtrooper outfit. It had a. I was actually uh, disappointed when it ended because I thought I was going to get to see Luke and Han and Leia and Chewie. The, and uh, they're all in wheelchairs. Well, I just, I don't know. It's no. been like my whole life I haven't seen, I've been wanting to see those guys, you know, play those characters again. And all the hype right before was like, this is the first time in 30 years we've seen Luke Skywalker, Han Solo. So it was like primed. And it was still fun and exciting, but like the first time when it when Star Wars came up, I was like kind of disappointed that I didn't see those people. But you know, I need to get over my nostalgia. Really, yeah. that's my own fault. What I would want is some more animated uh, features made by Gandy Tartakovsky. But I guess yeah, that are they? I hope they re-release Clone Wars on a Blu-ray or something because yeah, that was so good. The two D animated Clone Wars, which might be a little weird because. Disney owns Star Wars, and that's a Cartoon Network production. And I guess yeah. I think Lucas George Lucas said, "Yeah, these aren't canon." No, that's okay. canon. No, no, that's canon. I think later he said, "Yeah, this is not canon," because he was like he didn't like Wait, how. Wait, no, but Grievous came from Grievous is in Episode Three, and he's in in Clone Wars. Is how he got introduced. I th- I, I think what happened. I I I uh, hang on. Oh, I think sorry. George Lucas just like said, yeah, I don't, he said, I don't know. I think this is what happened. Like he just said, Hey, I don't like how these are like Dragon Ball Z level of Jedis. This is not canon. Get out. Wait, really? Oh, that's, 
That's balls. Something like that. Right I don't there. know if, if that really happened or anything, but I'm probably making that, stuff that, up. That, ups, that upsets me, because that was, like, the best thing about the prequels was the Clone Wars that Tarkovsky did. Yeah, it's a perfect, like, bridge between two and three. I mean, it's it's way better than any of those movies. Yeah, it actually gives like, backstory no to, what's his name, uh, Anakin. It just, they needed to, I don't know, I kind of wish they let Tarkovsky redo all the prequels, and that would have been much better. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish they gave the, or at least let him do another shot with the, uh, with the other, uh, with the main series, five through six. I mean, four through six, because I want to see, like, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo in that art style. Yeah. Well, they have, there's, like, three years between Star Wars and Je- and uh, Empire Strikes Back, so you could theoretically do something. Yeah. But I, I think between Empire and Jedi, there's, like, six months. So now you know I'm a huge Star Wars dork, because I could tell you whenever that movie's coming out yeah i mean it'll be exciting but like i don't know that that trailer clearly they wanted to introduce the new people because it's going to be their trilogy it's not the old people anymore and i need to get over being a nostalgic 80s piece of shit so yeah yeah i can't wait wait till they release a second trailer and it's full of pop music Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they'll have they'll have that thing from the Snoopy thing. It'll be like believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll play some jizz music, like a jizz jizz pop music remix. Oh, you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna throw jizz all over that thing. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's gonna be a jizz tacular movie. I can tell you I mean, that. Twenty fifteen is just gonna be nothing but jizz that summer. All they're jizz. gonna have a huge load of jizz all over that thing. They're gonna release it. Oh. It's gonna be a really white Christmas after all. <laughs> People all Man, over it me is... like, damn, have you heard of this new jizz? It's gr- the greatest <laughs> jizz I ever heard in my life. I love this yeah. warm jizz in my ear. <laughs> Oh man, in their headphones, and the headphones are warm. Damn, you you guys are still listening to jizz. That's so six months ago. Oh, that jizz smells like rotten eggs. Don't listen to that. <laughs> listen to this. Every time you bring it up, I can't help. This, I make jizz jokes. Man, this jizz song really sticks with you. <laughs> it won't come off. It's stuck what? in my head forever. Ever since you started listening to that jizz music, your sheets are all sticky. <laughs> because he's not cleaning them. He's too into the music. That's what I was saying. I'm not insinuating anything else. You don't understand, Mom. Jizz is my life. Yeah. <laughs> I can't control I can li- when I listen to jizz. It's all over. <laughs> oh, God. My jizz CDs are all over the floor. How am I going to clean this up? <laughs> Oh man, the Jizz Whalers. That's like I have to see them live. <laughs> yeah, like the people sitting in the first five rows need a be sure to bring one of those those ponchos. <laughs> they, I've heard there's nothing like live jizz. People have told me that. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't get any in your hair. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. Crap. What does okay. this have to do with superhero movies? Super jizz. Um, we kind of yeah. Uh, Ken or uh, Chishiro, you got it. You got any superhero movies? I wanted to talk about Sky High, but I don't really have anything to say about it. I just realized so. Thanks for nothing, Chishiro. Sure was. I like Sky High. Yeah, let's talk about Sky High. Will, I just want you to know how proud I am that you'll be attending my alma mater. From the moment Will Stronghold started high school. 
He knew he was in for the ride of his life. Here we go! Welcome to Sky High. You are the descendants Ow! of the world's most legendary superheroes. All he wants is to live up to his family name. My parents are the greatest superheroes on the planet. But he's not sure he's got what it takes. Step up here and show me your power. Car. Hero. If you don't make hero, you're just a sidekick. Car. Are you insane? Sidekick. I saw Sky High in the theater. Loser. Yeah. You could have watched it free if you waited a couple of years. <laughs> years or like six months. No, I. Because it didn't do well. No, I mean, let me explain Sky High. Basically, it's like Harry Potter, except where all these kids go to a school full of superheroes, which I thought was a really good concept. It was. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I enjoyed it. Like, I'm a sucker for, like, watching a bunch of weird-ass superhero powers and everything. Like, when they're created with that, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's an animated film, though. I mean, it's a live-action oh, film, yeah. so... But we're still talking about it, whatever. I, I, I really liked that movie when it came out. I think there's this manga out called Bako no Hero Kanamea, and that does the superhero high school thing better. <laughs> well, thanks for nothing, Ken. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> Sky High movie. We're, we're trying to give credit to Sky High, and here you are trying to, like, sandbag it. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a better thing. It's what a better story. You, this, is like a, this is like a sitcom from Disney, but it's a movie yeah. that people put money into I mean, and a, no one saw. A lot of people compare Sky High to basically an episode of Power Rangers, which you kind of felt near the end. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, but it was better than... Yeah. I mean, they you even know? had the bully characters who were like Bulk and Skull, the the fat guy and the skinny guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they did the the thing where they turned them into babies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. This was definitely I a like, Disney movie. I liked Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's best if he's in playing something kind of ironically or self aware, and that's like because like Big Trouble in Little China or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, he he was he was really good in that. Every time I rewatched Sky High, I was like, man. I wish people knew how to use Kurt Russell better. Who was I it? like Kurt Russell. In that movie? He was the dad. Oh, okay. the, the He's the, the dad. He's, uh, but yeah, he, he's, he's an interesting fellow, that Kurt Russell. Yeah. Remember the scene where the, uh, the school was falling to the ground? Cause it's a, a school in the middle of the sky. You know, how that's called? why it's called sky high. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it because the students at that school always got high. Legalize uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, well, that was also why, because they were fi high enough uh, in the air that they could legally smoke weed all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> at what point are the are you uh, are you above the law that you don't have to stay in the ground level? I don't know. It's probably. Well, I think I don't know the airspace laws. Yeah, so, I mean, off go, the top of my head, if you go a certain amount of miles away from shore into the ocean, like there are no rules. So whoever owns the ship owns the rules. Yeah, no rules, just good food. Yeah, f no rules, just 420 all day in Sky High. But yeah, in that scene where the, uh, the the school was falling to the ground, it was about to crush some person's house, and the person that, that was going to... The person's house it was going to crush was actually Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob and Ice King. Huh. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah, that guy that they nearly killed was Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny nearly died in this movie. 
Whoa, Tom, can you voice SpongeBob? What? You. Oh my God. They had a lot of. I never of, knew that. Like the adult casts in Sky High were like a real interesting bunch because then they have Bruce Campbell yeah. and two of the kids in the hall and like a bunch of it was it was a interesting group of people. Yeah, it was a I, weird casting for all these characters. I think the movie would have been better if it was animated. Oh yeah, speaking of that, uh, you guys, you guys know in uh, Fairy Odd Parents, uh, Timmy Turner would always watch this show called Crash Nebula. Mm-hmm. Well, they were gonna mm-hmm. give that character Crash yeah. Nebula its his own TV show where he goes to a space school and he's the only human there. I remember saying that. Yeah, they kind of oh. disguised it as an episode of Fairy Odd Parents, and mm-hmm. the art style was completely different. But it kind of had like this old '50s comic book style where the colors are a little more faded out, but it still looked really good. And that just became a pilot, and Nickelodeon went instead with Danny Phantom. So, yeah, but Butch Hartman, the creator, decided to try to make this into a live-action film, but Sky High was out at the time, so Paramount said no. It was too soon. Oh, because Sky Sky High didn't do that well. Yeah, so it's like, well, Sky High didn't do well, and and why should we give a a shit about Crash Nebula? I mean, I I love Sky High, but it is a little too dorky (laughs) for, like, a normal person, you know? When did Sky High come out? Was this, like, 90s or 2000s? No, 2000s. It was, like, 2005. Yeah, around that. Wasn't it? 4, 5, around there. 4, 5, 6. It was pretty 90s. 7, 8, 9. Yeah. Pretty good movie. Yeah. 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 Yep, that was Charles. Ken or Chishira. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like you guys are very quiet today. Well, I was talking all along. I yeah, mean, a Ken, lot. Ken's, Ken's been talking. Okay, I don't know. Chishira's yeah. been talking. I don't know, oh, sorry. A bit. Oh, dude, I just ate so much food, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. They had some crappy powers. Like, I remember there was one character's power was to turn into a hamster. Guinea pig. Oh, yeah. Guinea pig. Guinea pig. Ow. No, no, she was a goth guinea pig because she had, she was black but had purple streaks on her. Uh-huh. Of all things, that's her power. That's, wow. <laughs> I, I, I can't blame her for being so emo then because her <laughs> fucking power sucks. <sighs> Damn it. What a, what a stupid guinea, movie. I'm not even Hamtaro. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> So is that all the animated films, superhero films that we can think of that we yeah, actually watch? All, all three of them. I, I think so. Yeah. You know. well, the only I, I guess that the thing I learned from looking up animated superhero films is that DC has totally kicked Marvel's ass. That's, yeah. that's the main... I mean, I knew it before, but when I looked at it and I looked at both the reputations of all the Marvel ones versus the DC ones, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa... Damn. Yeah, show them. It's like not even a, a fight, really, you know? So I think, yeah. you know. If you look for animated superhero movies, DCs, where is that, I guess? Yeah. So you want to get into I'm... the questions? Actually, can I go to the bathroom real quick? Yeah, let's take a break. Back? Let me stop recording. Okay. wanted to talk to Stan Lee about his thoughts about the Teen Titans, but he works at Marvel, so what's the point? So we tried to go to the fifth best thing. Roger, the Stan Lee experience. He's not Stan Lee, but an incredible simulation. But he really hates DC, as this file footage from the 50s can attest. Excelsior! 
That means DC's for douchebags. Enough said. So I called Jack Kirby into my office, and I got to cover a Fantastic Four 73 sitting there, and I said, hey, Jack, you notice anything different about it? And he said, yeah, my name's not on it. And I said, that's because you're fired. Get the f*** out of my office. It was the best Ben Grimmie ever drew. Kids always ask me, where did the idea for Mr. Fantastic come from? Two words. My pants. Don't believe me? Ask Koibi's wife. That okay, time for questions. If anybody has any questions, post them in the YouTube comments below. And be sure to start your question with the word question so it's easier to see. Yeah. So, so now, the first question is by Hammer Drill. Question. Why do you guys suck so hard? Question. What do you guys think of the future of animation on the internet will be like? It's gonna I suck. mean, like, look at what happened with that, uh, that there's been that animated feature that was just done independently. I bet you in, like, the next ten years you're gonna see a lot of uh, independently made feature animated films just coming out online because, mm-hmm. like, when Bill Plimpton does that, he doesn't really get good distribution. So I think, like, smaller animated films are going to be online. This is, I have no proof that that'll happen, but I feel like, like, kids and, like, people who don't have any names will be like, I'm going to make my own animated feature and just do it. With the internet, just anybody can post something online, but I think, realistically, it's just going to be a bunch of memes in the future, just people posting very, uh, short attention span animated flash cartoons, and that's all it's going to be, nothing but horrible things. Okay, well, if okay. someone has enough money and time, I feel like they could do something. I don't know. That's what a car- what Cartoon Hangover is doing is that they're just because uh, uh, Fred Siebert, the creator of Frederator, he knows that the future of animation is with uh, the internet, so that's what he's doing with Cartoon Hangover. Yeah, it has to. I mean, I kind of assumed that when Legend of Korra started switching over to like online streaming, and I was like, at first I was disappointed, but then I realized that's where it's going to be anyways. I mean, nobody really watched Young Justice when it was airing on TV. They all went online to go watch it. If they just post it up online themselves, they might as well have people watch it online on their website rather than some pirate website. Yeah, I mean, didn't get the ratings in. Didn't that Sailor Moon show... The recent one start online? Yeah, the reboot on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, so it's like, I think that might be a better place because there's a lot of people that, like, are on a lot of shows. The only reason I watch the cartoons is because I have a DVR, but there's a lot of people who I talk to who can't, don't have a DVR and will have to, like, torrent it or whatever. So, like, if you have it online, it's probably for the best because they give a lot of cartoons really shit time slots. Yeah, it's no. like no one's gonna wake up at nine a.m. to watch Young Justice. Yeah. I used to cancel. You killed the series, man. Good I, job. I tried to. It's like, hey, Young Justice is on. <laughs> I mean, like, like the one show. I think uh, what's it, Sanjay and Craig? That show would be a lot bigger if it wasn't on Saturday mornings, mm. which is like a death. If they gave it a good time slot, like six or seven, when regular show and Adventure Time are on, that show would be where those shows were in their first season but it's like way well, behind because no one's heard of it you know it's not an amazing show but you know it would be a little better i don't think nickelodeon really cares anymore i don't know no, they i i know for a fact they like don't they don't care they just want to make spongebob shit and that's all so. nothing but spongebob for the rest of our lives i've heard them say like they don't like experimentation at all which is reflected in that they don't make 
really good shows anymore. Or if they do, they push it online or whatever, you know. They, like, make a new show and then it's on there for, like, a week and then it's gone. They just, I don't know. They need to believe in their creators more. Because if they did, they could do. They could be doing what Cartoon Network's doing right now. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to work at Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Is Fairly Parents still airing? Yep, it's still making new episodes. I it's think. It's still making it. Okay, so it's SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents then. Yeah, I keep forgetting yeah. Fairly Odd Parents is still running in. What, what's yeah, actually, is... I always forget that too. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still have a dog? Yeah, they got a dog and a baby. Poof poof. I think maybe they'll have like I don't what's what's next that they can put in. Um, yeah, they go to space, no? Wacky a, minority sidekick. A uh, dinosaur. Uh, this is going to be a dog and a dinosaur. A, a buddy cop comedy. Just put up some cops in there. Timmy's going to have another, like, uh, he's going to have a he's gonna have a real little brother and stuff, and they're going to work together. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be like Omi from Shaolin Showdown, that little clone of Omi that's just him, but with a lighter pitch voice. Is exactly like Timmy, but instead of it sure being pink, it's like a uh, hmm, it's like and, blue. And they're all voiced by Tara Strong of all people. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, re- oh. gonna replace oh. the Ferris and just uh, get to uh, Tara Strong to do it. Yeah. This less work. It's kind of funny. Like Rugrats added a baby voiced by Tara Strong. Shallon Showdown added a, like a, a miniature Omi voiced by Tara Strong. Very Odd Parents added a baby voiced by Tara Strong. <laughs> so it's like Tara Strong is attached. To these, to helping ruining these cartoons. She know what she's doing. She wants to do Teen Titans again. She did this. Her plan is to kill all of the shows so she can do Teen Titans again. Suck it, Pam. Damn her. Damn all of them. What was the question that we? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't even get the answer. It was about like, does animation have a future online? Yeah, I, I think so. Like everything's switching online. It's more convenience and. Any- I have a yeah. feeling like there's gonna be like, like a million. It's gonna be hard to find it because there's gonna be like a million Minecraft cartoons and a million, oh. you know, those type of cartoons. Yeah. So probably gonna be harder to find for a while. It's gonna be an oversaturation. That's what's gonna what I am predicting. I'm gonna. Give it like ten years, then Minecraft will stop being popular. We have to have the kids grow up. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a horrible future. Now that I think of it, Minecraft <laughs> cartoons everywhere, and they all have like dubstep intros. Oh. Hello, welcome to Minecraft Pokemon. Crap. <laughs> so let's go into the next question. Apocalypse High says, "What advice can you give for learning how to draw in other art styles?" We already did this. No, we didn't. I swear, we answered the same questions every... Oh, no, I'm fairly sure we'd never answer this, but if you want to try drawing in other art styles, like, let's say you want to make a character in another art style, just look at all the background characters and main characters and try to sample stuff, like... Let's say your character has like a hat. Find a character. Find another existing character that has a hat and draw it in that style. So you're just sampling stuff and making it all match. Just do some research on the art stuff. Sometimes they have like things online about how to draw in that particular style. So just look it up. You look know? up the model sheets and like no, look at how they draw their fingers or like the body posture and stuff like that. Yeah. Just try to yeah. follow their uh, way and try to skew it a little bit so that it still matches and try to resemble, try to fit within their color scheme. Yeah. 
Chishira, you got any advice? For uh, a step back a little bit from the animes, because I realized that that's kind of what, um, like, uh, uh, while I was drawing, a lot of people would always point out, like, oh, that looks so totally anime. And I'm like, that's not anime. That looks totally anime. And you're like, oh, no. No, that's all you see from me. So I suggest going straight into some, like, the complete opposite of what it is that you're actually drawing. And just try to reference the hell out of that and try to um, try to get a hold of that. And maybe after a while, like combine the two, like the two opposites together and cre- try to create your own style and see what you really like from certain aspects. Like maybe you like the way certain eyes look in this one and then certain mouths on that one and just try to just get different art styles in there and whatever that's pleasing to your eyes and don't just stick to one base because that's horrible. And then if not, your friends are all going to criticize you. If you draw the Mona Lisa, they'll say it's still anime though. I don't know why, but they will. And that's, that's my advice. Just try to like this hell. No matter, no matter what you do, everything will be anime. (laughs) Everything you do will be anime. Hey, Chishira, how many uh, how to draw manga books did you own? <laughs> Am I bringing back terrible memories? Dude, I used to have one of those books. Those books were awesome. <laughs> it was funny because I actually, I, I, I did not, I never owned one. Like my friends would give, would always give them to me. I would own one for like a month, and I, I, I think it was an old friend called named Lane. She gave me that. But then I like two years ago, I entered a Teen Titans contest on DeviantArt. Don't judge me. Uh-huh. And he ended up giving me like five book series of how to draw manga and anime. And I, it's in my corner right now. I don't know what to do with it. So I guess I want to say <laughs> five for now. Wait, how recent was this? Like, I don't know, two years ago, oh. probably, or three. Uh, I was expecting <laughs> like two weeks ago you entered oh, the no. contest. <laughs> <laughs> the prize was a month subscription and then I had to come with the book, okay? I couldn't say no. I had to get it. And uh, I got those books. I remember reading a how to draw a manga book and I was like, uh it says something like about like if you have your character have like green hair, it would show how he's energetic and stuff. Oh my god, Holy is that shit. what I think it is? Whoa. Whoa. Wait, wait, everyone be quiet for a second. I think I heard something. Rocket Power is the best show ever. Ever. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you're back. Oh. How was the Rocket Power fucking show? Yeah, how, much, how much Rocket I mean, Power did you watch? Um, I watched the series twice. Wow. Whoa. No one's back. Yeah, I was... Is um, that including the movie? Oh. There was a movie? There was a... Oh, yeah, there was, like, a straight-to-video movie where they go to New Zealand. Okay, I'll be right back. Oh, he's gone again. <laughs> well, that was Oh, you, you, got to, you got to watch the movie now, so... <laughs> Great. He didn't know there was a fucking movie. His life still isn't complete yet. There's another movie well, he's gonna watch. But is he gonna watch it two times in a row? Okay, I'm back. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh wow, that, that movie was. I quick. don't know if any of you own a hyperbolic time chamber, but they're a pretty worthy investment. <laughs> we were just answering the question, like, what advice can you give for learning how to draw other art styles? I don't know. I usually just look at the style and I'm like, hmm, what do they do? What? What, what are they going for exactly? And then I just draw it. Yeah, well, well, to sum it up, just, like, look at all their character designs, all the background characters, and just, like, sample stuff from each one. Like, wh- how they how they draw those body types or how they draw a hat or just pay attention to the face because, like, you got to draw, I don't know, just, like, look at the eyes and how they draw expressions. Oh, I have an idea. 
No, no, that's a terrible idea. Um, sometimes, like shows with like really involved um, crew, like Steven Universe or Adventure Time, they'll release like behind the scenes stuff, and like sometimes they'll have like how to draw good characters, like that, like Adventure Time released a how to draw good Jakes, and it really like goes into detail about what makes um, what what's a good Jake drawing or whatever. Hmm. I was thinking, like, you get the image of the character, and then you just try and break them down into shapes or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, that's yeah. just drawing in general. You know, yeah, it's gotta know how that body shape works. Mm-hmm. Let me, so let's go on to the next question. Miranda Rodriguez, question. I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Do you think doing a quote, regional theme is a good idea or is it too specific and won't captivate, captivate enough of an audience? We have to do too. I don't, I think region, what's, oh. what do they mean a regional well, theme? Well, regional, I listen to a podcast that's like, I'm from Baltimore. Fuck you, Baltimore! If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's car! Bad deal! Cars that break down! Thieves! If you think you're gonna find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass! It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker! You'll fall for this bullshit! Guaranteed! If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass! You heard us right! Shove it up your ugly ass! Bring your tray! Bring your tire! Bring your wife! We'll fuck her! That's right, we'll fuck your wife! Because at Big Bill Hell, you're fucked six ways from Sunday! Take a hike to Big Bill Hell! Home of Challenge pissing. That's right, challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait, don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. All the more filthiest. And exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. I guess regional means like whatever state or county or wherever this person lives. Mm-hmm. And like they talk about like Baltimore stuff and they have a decent following. But when you're doing regional stuff and not like this podcast, we're not talking about uh, where we're all from, you know? Yeah. And like that's politics. I mean, you're going to limit where people can hear you and the kind of people who are going to listen to you. So take that under consideration. Because if you're if you're talking about like animation, I can anyone in the world can listen to that. But if you're talking about a specific region, you've automatically limited yourself. So if you like that, then that's cool. But if you when I said that, realize that that's going to hurt you, then maybe not. But then you also know where you can advertise. You can put up stickers, you know, at the town center that everyone goes. I don't know how regional this is. I'm being generic, you know, very general. I think what you should do is like talk about her stuff but like make like if there's anything that's specific to that place like explain to a person explain to the audience what that place is like to someone who's never been there kind of like when i say something about an animated film and i have to explain what animated film that is don't just assume your audience knows everything you know i mean that's a good point yeah even even still though it's like you're completely limited to like you know how, like, um, it's kind of like when you're the narrator of a story, you have total control of what information is, uh, you know, c- given to the uh, listener? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like, um, their, inf- their information will be just as limited as yours. So there, even then, it's still like you're not getting the complete, like, understanding of the region. What I'd say is, like, I think regional would probably be better if you're, like, on a radio podcast or something. Or, yeah. like... Um, something like that because you know, um, 
radios are more generally listened to in a certain area because of the broadcasting range. Yeah. But like, I'm not saying it's totally impossible to do a regional internet podcast, but like, yeah, you'll be very restricted, and you'll. I mean, there's still people who do them who are very popular, but you're not going to be very popular outside of that. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think maybe it depends on what topics you want to actually discuss. Because, like, if it is something as general as, like, animation or cartoons or something, uh, that's just that you, anybody can talk about that. Why is it more specific to your location and rather than everyone else? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why, why is this person asking this on this podcast? Are they... I swear we got the same question about something to do with a podcast. No, it's just how to do a podcast, I thought. But, yeah, in general, just, like when you're explaining something explain it to someone like expli- pretend you're explaining it to either a group of kids or your parents where they're like I always hate when I click on a video and it's like here are my thoughts on this situation that happened recently and it's like wait what what situation that happened recently fill me in cause like that's gonna be someone's first video that they're clicking on or something so at least give them give someone some backstory on what it is that you're talking about yep I don't know. I remember I was following a long time ago. I was following this guy who uh, talked about Sonic the Hedgehog a lot, and uh, Princess Tom's. Huh? Never mind. Oh well, he was just talking about Sonic the Hedgehog a lot, and he just uploaded a Skype podcast where he was mad that someone didn't pick him for it. This fan dub, and I and I was like, what are they talking about? They don't explain what they're talking about. They're just arguing over something about a fan dub. And that is pretty funny. At, at least give people some context. Don't just like talk yeah. about something because this is going to be someone's first video to the topic that they're talking about. But I checked up yeah. on that person now after years later, and I don't know. He's still playing Sonic, and he has like a fedora and a, and a beard and everything. He went to the negative zone. It's like damn. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Know. It sounds like he's living the life. He's 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 awesome right there. Fedora Ooh. playing Sonic. Man, I wish I had life that figured out as I, that guy. I, I can yeah. feel the grease coming out of that guy's uh, monitor. Ugh. Oh yeah, and the second person, second question of this by by this person. Also, how did you approach Ken and Nolan to do the podcast? I'm thinking about inviting my friends, but I don't know how to prepare. I have to be. I don't know how prepared I have to be already. Great video, by the way. Nerd. Basically, I just like said, "Hey, Ken, Nolan, you want to be on a podcast? Let's do this." And that's what happened. Basically. Yep. Because typically when I make these videos, those reviews and stuff, I, I release them two weeks separate. Some guy at Frederator said, put something in between those those weeks. So it's like, hey, make a podcast. They're very fast to do. And that's what happened. But uh, originally, like, the guy suggested, hey, let me get you in contact with this uh, animator. He did a... What's this guy's name? He did Tome. He has like this Zelda icon. Uh, Christopher? Apparently he rejected it, so now I had to deal with Ken and Nolan. <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? Originally that guy was supposed to be chosen because the Frederator guy said, hey, get th- get this guy on. And apparently he oh. didn't want to do it, so that's why you guys are here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but oh, wow. yeah, just, I don't know. Just have an outline of what you're going to talk about and talk about it. So, so if you want, I don't know. Do practice ones, you know, don't, don't, you don't have to release them, but just like mess around and, you know, try people out. Cause you might have a friend who like, like Nolan and Ken talk and all that stuff. But like, what if you, or one of your friends is like really funny at a party, but like you bring them on your podcast and they're like, you know, silent Bob or something, you know, 
I'm going to speak from experience here. Me and another friend of mine tried doing a podcast, and um, it sucked really hard. And the reason it sucked really hard was because we picked a topic we didn't really know much about. And also, we were trying way too hard to be funny and just you, like... You were a bunch of fucking neo-Nazi monsters and needed to be eradicated from this earth. We weren't that bad. <laughs> yes, you are. No. But yeah. <laughs> We were we were trying too hard to be edgy and offensive and like if you if you force something it's gonna come out contrived people are gonna be like oh my god you're a fucking loser and just leave and not listen to it again so what I'm saying is don't try too hard to be funny or edgy or cool or whatever yeah, yeah that's what I mean even bag. the oh. end I mean also, even don't like, send me questions trying to be funny. <laughs> Even when, like, they do, like, have Jimmy Fallon or any of those late night hosts, they do, like, 20 or 30 test shows. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Just, like, work it out. Like, try to try to develop it so that when you do it, you're so comfortable, it's, like, second nature. Although we, we never rehearse at all. We just say, hey, want to be on a podcast? Let's go. Well, this is, like, our fourth take, so, yeah. of this Thanks, episode. One, because mm. Pam forgot to record the last takes. Yeah. Like, a dumb <laughs> fuck. Yeah, we've been we've been doing this for this is a twelve hour recording session. We just sound <laughs> really relaxed. Yeah, I'm seeing the sun up right now. Day. God damn. Right. Okay, here's a fun question. Question for the podcast by Dedrick Cometa. He says, "So, what are your guys' opinion on Corpse Party? I don't know what that is. And two, what is the grossest thing you've come across on the internet? Uh, Corpse Party. What's it's that? Some, it's some what? anime." Adventure game wearing. Like, <laughs> I thought that would be like guy who did a playthrough of Mad Father. I thought that would be like I thought Corpse Party would be like an actual party of corpses in a snuff house. It kind of is. This is a school where a whole bunch of teens are fucking dead and like boring. to keep getting killed and it's brutal. Boring. But yeah, what's the most disturbing thing you've seen on the internet? Oh, there's this band called the Jizz Whalers. <laughs> there Not again. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> you really stuck on this topic. Oh, stuck on this topic. You just did it too. Uh-oh. Oh, Nolan doesn't know about jizz music. Yeah, we were talking about jizz music by George Lucas. I know the Star Wars jizz music. Oh, yeah, we were talking about jizz the other day. Jizz is the other day. Yeah, we got to tell more people about the jizz. We, the jizz next, the there shit. should be a podcast just about jizz, and we should get a jizz expert on and... <laughs> Maybe a couple of jizz hipsters, because I'm kind of like an entry-level jizz expert, so I don't know much about it. Oh, I'm like, I'm deep into jizz. I, I You could say I'm like elbows deep in jizz, <laughs> is how much jizz I listen to. Yeah, I've only I've only had a sample of jizz. I never like went full, full yeah. for it. You just had, you had just a little taste of jizz, and you're like, eh, I don't know, it's not for me. I don't know, I don't want to be like one of those people who has to like shove jizz down people's throat, like, hey, listen to this. and Yeah. It's like, come on, I don't want to listen to that. I, know, I, never my, I never put my ear close enough to the source of the jizz to like really get a full like grasp of it, you know, just to get well. Full if of- when you get really into jizz and really swallow its full effect, then you really get into it. Yeah, you know. Oh god! <laughs> One of the most disturbing things I saw, I was um, I followed this blog called um, like I forget what it's called, Land of what, what the fuck? I think Land of WTF. And, like, sometimes they would re- um, reblog snuff gifts or something. What the fuck? Yeah, and I... Well, not, like, not like human snuff, like animal snuff. That's still pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
But like, it, I won't describe it. But it was a really messed up like gif of like a turtle eating a mouse. It was horrible. Damn. Oh, I remember like on Twitter, uh, someone linked like this video, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And it was like a bamboo eating like a animal alive. Bam? What? What? It was, like, no, it was like it was that monkey with the red ass. Uh huh. Oh, a bamboo. Yeah, it was like eating okay. a bamboo, and he was eating like an animal alive. That was fucked up. Damn. I forgot what animal it was. I think it was a deer. I think I'm not I, sure. I once saw a video of like a a snake eating another snake. <laughs> that was really metal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's metal. Who's ready? Who's ready to see eaten alive on Discovery Channel? Oh shit! Yeah, there's this uh, thing that they're doing for Discovery Channel. Is that some guy built an armored suit, and he's gonna, and his goal is to get eaten alive by a giant snake and survive on TV. Uh. It either already aired or will air. I hope. I don't know. I want to see that. That's... Yeah, I know. Uh. Fur affinity fetish art airing on TV. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What other disturbing things have you seen? Uh, I think I uh, just through Tumblr. People. Yeah. Through through Tumblr, I've seen so many disturbing things. Like, I don't know. You'll be scrolling down, and you're like, ah, thanks for Scat ruining my one. day. Yeah. Someone once sent me the entire script of the B movie to my inbox. That was disturbing. Oh. <laughs> Like, I clicked on that. I clicked on read more because I kept thinking this couldn't be it. And no. it was. It dragged no. on. No, I'm like, I'm sorry. No. I'm going to yes. the entire script of Shrek now. Let's see what <laughs> how that turns out. I don't know. I, I, I just, my uh, friend from school, my Sundre friend who, I don't know, I followed her. We followed each other's blogs and I check out her blog and uh, she's into some freaky shit like uh, people getting sliced open with their stomachs coming out. Oh. Teeth being extracted. Um, nice. One, one of the one of the anime drawings she has re re uh, blogged was a guy was two dudes doing each other and and putting their finger in the other's uh, mouth until he vomits. You should censor all of this so it'd be funnier. Who are you friends with? Who are your, you say I'm messed up, and then you like you say, oh, I have all these friends who like uh like all this snuff and shit, and I'm like, okay, pan. You know, I was like, you know, I used to joke on the podcast about slicing open Raven and sleeping inside her, and then I find this girl's like actually legitly into this stuff. It's like, huh? I didn't know that there was people like that, huh? You were joking? I thought you were serious. Everyone, no one can tell when I'm joking or not. Because I remember at Comic Con there was this Marceline cosplayer who was saying, "Hey, yeah, I saw your podcast. Is it true that you want to slice open Raven and sleep inside her?" Don't judge me. It's like, whoop. This like, is a world where we live in where we can't tell damn. if people are being yeah. sarcastic or not with there's their no, fetishes. There's, there's no judgment at Comic-Con. Damn. Right? I didn't, I've never been. It's like, but. I'm not into that, but it's like, well, this girl at school is. That's crazy. Wonder, yeah. Oh, wait. You could have done the the runaway noise. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, then that girl was like, wait, you're into that? And then she ran. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah. There's some crazy stuff on the internet. Yeah, I won't say what else I saw on her blog, but it's like, well, I mean, once I hit there, I was like, okay, I'm not going any further because I went through like 30 pages of crazy stuff. Oh, man, you got to lick me. I love being disturbed. And then eventually I reached a breaking point where it's like, okay, this is enough. I'm out. Well, then basically it's all American Horror Story then. Hmm. Like, 
No, like, if have you ever seen American Horror Story? No, I've seen American like, Horror Story. It's about oh. horrors. <laughs> That's good. Sorry. No, but American Horror Story, it's like, it's from the creators of Glee, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know that sounds, oh, I know, I know. What an impression. But, um, uh, that it sounds similar to what they do. Uh, like most of the American Horror Story episodes are basically them torturing people. Mm-hmm. So it's like cutting, slicing people in half, and like yeah, eat, like drowning a little person. And I don't know, which is not crazy. Yeah. It sounds no, to me like a, American Horror Story. This is it's a great a, conversation. It's just there's, all there's, disturbing. There's a really disturbing movie, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah. That um, oh yeah, you didn't pan, didn't you reblog when I reviewed that or yeah, something? Yeah, explain Cannibal Holocaust for those who have not seen it. Well, okay, Cannibal Holocaust is incredibly disturbing, and you have to watch like these people basically get ripped apart and eaten by cannibals. But, but it's actually kind of a part of film history because it introduced the found footage genre, and it came out in the seventies. And it's kind of cool because you know how in a found footage movie like a Blair Witch or a Paranormal Activity, they're like, this footage was found, and then somehow it's edited edited together, and you're like, what freak would edit people being murdered in this movie universe, you know? And in Cannibal Holocaust, this news team went to see these tribes, I think tribes in the rainforest in Brazil or something. I might be totally off on that one. But they have these footage of these people being murdered that they got back, and you see these people debating, like, why should we release this? Like, this is disturbing and awful. So it's actually, like, um, intellectually a lot deeper than those movies. But it's also, like, incredibly gruesome and horrific and way worse than any other found footage movie. So, I mean, it'll you will not be able to look at your own body without vomiting for a couple days. But it's a pretty good movie despite that. Yeah, people actually, uh, they actually killed animals on that production of that film. But uh, Yeah, the, there's a... There's a scene with a turtle that's really disturbing. Like I, I, I used to have a turtle as a pet, and it was it was like really hard for me to watch that part. What they do? I don't think I'd ever see it again, but it's worth watching once and then not being able to look at your loved ones for a couple of days. What they do to the turtle? They rip its shell open. Oh. Uh, and just like cut it up. I mean, there's like there Fuck are worse rat, things. Turtle. I could talk about in that movie, but it, if you're into uh, movies and horror film, it's like a classic, like you have to see it, but it, it'll mess you up. <laughs> yeah, cause, uh, you're not coming out of that one without going to therapy. Also, the actors like went under contract saying that they cannot appear in another film for a year just to yeah, well, hit the idea the that they really did die during production. Yeah, the whole idea, they actually, the government, I think it was a, Italian or a different uh, some European country where they made it and the government stepped in and this isn't a joke and made them reveal if those people were alive or not and so the Blair Witch seriously tried to rip off the whole advertising campaign that these people had been killed and so how when Blair Witch came out people actually thought that was footage of people being murdered mostly because those people were stupid but <laughs> it was <laughs> but they really believed that when the Blair Witch came out so they basically wholesale ripped off the idea of you're actually watching people being murdered. Whereas the other ones are just obvious fantasies, you know? Yeah, yeah. but Blair Witch's ending sucked, so... Everything about Blair Witch sucked. I don't... I don't... I, I like Blair Witch. I like the first Blair Witch. The first three-fourths were good, and then the last part was, like, really disappointing, because when I was younger, 
Um, I wasn't allowed to watch nearly as many movies as I um, am now, obviously, because I'm 19 and shit. But, like, um, my sister watched it, and she was like, oh, my God, the ending was so scary. So it's like that kind of, that kind of hype, like, sits in the back of your mind for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. And then when you're you're like, oh, hey, I have it on Netflix. I can finally watch this. Oh. So you do, and then you watch it, and it's like, oh, well. Actually, that, that kind of ruined the Blair Witch because I got to see it before it it was released like limited and then it went wide. And I saw it like in an early thing. And I remember thinking like, wow, this is such a cool movie. But I never thought it would be the huge hit it was. And then afterwards, it was hard to because people were before you see it when people are like, oh, this is the scariest thing to come out in years people are seeing it with their arms crossed and I mean it's kind of like what's happening to like something like Frozen now where it's not and an, it's like people are have such a shitty attitude going into it that there's no way they're gonna like it you know so yeah. people you know but I, I like it but it's, yeah. um, I mm-hmm. don't know I think those people who have like a lot of you know bile and hatred towards Frozen just really need <sighs> well everyone let who, it go Oh my god! <laughs> I already made that comic a few years ago. Like, <laughs> year. the, 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 all the people. Nah, I say let it die, let it die, let it die, let it shrivel up and come on, who's with me, huh? All the people who don't like Frozen keep saying like, "Well, it's not as good as the Lion King," and I always look at them like, um. <laughs> Okay, well, no one was saying that one. To, like to they're fair, like to be fair in the commercials they said the new the best film since The Lion King by some well, critic. Okay. From... Oh. Okay. okay. Well, okay. if yeah, you're trying but... to pu- if you're trying to push your movie and make money and like a critic said that, would you not use it? Yes or no? I guess Yeah, so. you would. I mean, but like, I remember exactly. And people I've are like, so "Oh, just people... fucking selling out and shit." And it's like, "What the fuck do you expect?" I mean, like, just have the next movie just say, yeah, better than that shit you watch. Fuck you. Watch it, bitch. That's all it says. <laughs> they should just be like, it's way better than Home on the Range. And then no one will be disappointed by that. Everyone's be like, oh, yeah, well, so is getting punched in the balls is better than Home on the Range. Yeah. And then people say, there's not enough world building. And it's like, what fairy tale has, like, actual world building? None of them. You know, that's, that was my Shrek. problem with Home on the Range, is not enough world building in Home on yeah. the Range. Yeah. Oh, been... Home on the Range. Oh, I wish they really established how the cows could talk. Hey, Home exactly. On the range. That was bugging me the whole time. Home on the <laughs> Range killed I, Disney I, animation. <laughs> I actually I'm, thought for a long time that movie was literally called Bust a Moo. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because the poster, look at the poster, really big it says Bustamoo, and then really small it says Home on, a, on the Range. Oh. So I thought, this movie's called Bustamoo, and then I found out that's not true, it's not called Bustamoo. But it should have been, that was a mistake. But Nothing can save that movie. Sorry, I went too far on my Home on the Range conspiracy. Damn, Bustamoo. <laughs> Home on the Range. Yeah, but Home on the Range was the movie that bombed so hard that Disney said, okay, no more 2D animated films. We're going all CG. It's literally, they brought it to the slaughterhouse. Oh. Oh. Who that? Hey, was, was Back at the Barnyard more uh, more uh, profitable than that? Nickelodeon? I think so. Nickelodeon's a cow movie. Did you think, like, Disney saw... 
I think Disney saw like Back to the Barn. You're like, oh shit, we have to beat this. Crap! It was like Ants versus Bugs Life, uh, Shark Tale versus Nemo, Tupac versus Biggie. I don't. I don't think Shark Tale versus Nemo was a real thing. I think it was. Back to the Barnyard and Home on the Range is kind of like when like two school kids like. One of them's like, hey, if you give me your nerds, I'll be your friend. And then one of the kids is like, okay. So he gives them the nerds, and he's like, oh, you're an idiot. And then they, they like, start beating up each other because, like, somebody lost their nerds. I don't see it's how just, that's related. It's just really pathetic and makes it, you want to laugh at them, oh. basically. Okay, well, what happens is, like, there are spies that work in each other's company because I know someone came out saying that Ants was made because they heard that Pixar was making a an ants movie with Bugs Life, and DreamWorks tried to one-up them. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking losers. Let's go into the final question. It's Nick Kurija. Question, if you could have an item from a specific cartoon in real life, what would it be? Oh, oh God, don't make me pick. Like an ob- uh, any object or vehicle or whatever, because what I really wanted was the Reptar wagon from the Rugrats movie. I want the coat from Akira. The cup? The coat. The thing that he wears. Oh, the coat. Yeah. See, I would want the motorcycle that uh, Kaneda... Was it Kaneda? Oh, yeah, let me change mine. Ken, let me change mine. Could, I want the motorcycle. You could get a cosplayer to make the jacket for you, but getting the motorcycle... I changed my mind. I, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Uh, I want the <laughs> no, motorcycle. No, no, you, you have to stick with it. You can have the jacket. I want the, I want to I have... want the brain tumor that they have. Jesus <laughs> Christmas. I want the motorcycle, and I want the awesome soundtrack to blast through speakers on the motorcycle while no. I drive around Tokyo. Okay. Oh. Well, I, I think I would want the motorcycle until eventually someone's going to steal that. Some weeaboo's going to take it away. No, because I'd also... I want to add another thing. I want the gun, the awesome laser gun thing, too. So they're not going to fuck with me. What are you going to do? <laughs> Good luck having a fucking laser gun without the government stepping in. Yeah, that's true. Damn. Actually, Damn. I wouldn't mind having Baymax. I feel like we would get along, me and Baymax. Yeah, but if this was you probably different... Buy him. Like, you stupid fucking robot. Like, you would go drinking with Baymax, but you don't give him a drink. You just, like, let him let his batteries rot. <laughs> Watch him get drunk <laughs> you on his own. You forgot to take care of him. He just... oh, oh, let's go save the world, hero. Chishira, you got anything that you'd want from a, from a cartoon? Would it be cheating? I was going to say, would it be cheating if I could just ask for the Dragon Ball so I can get more wishes? That's bullshit, no. Damn it! Okay. Um, What the hell do I want? Wait, you know what you could do? Get the Dragon Balls to wish for the genie's lamp and get more wishes through that. Fuck you all. Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> there I go. That fucking burnt. That is, that's so convoluted. But, Come on. But, then, but then after that, re asked for the Dragon Balls, and then <laughs> asked for. Never mind. I'm. This is over. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. What is there? I kind of want Generator Rex's arms. I just want a friend. That that's not an object. That's, <laughs> that's wait. That this all makes sense. This is why Ken hates rocket power because Otto has friends. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> you, found out, you found out. Yep, that's the reason why I hate it. So is it, Jim? Jim, sorry. Stop comment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have any. I don't have any tubular friends like the friends in Rocket Power. I'm sorry. Wow, that's like that's deep right there. Yeah, we finally cracked the case. 
As you Otto would say, that's <laughs> bodacious. What does Otto say? I don't know what he said. You mean I don't think I didn't watch that show. They never said bodacious. I don't think so. Even they had some didn't, standards. Didn't they say radical, man? Yeah, they said shoobies and radical. Yeah, yeah, he would be like maximum shoobies. Yeah, four twenty all day. Yeah, four four twenty sixty nine. <laughs> I totally beef that one, bro. Well, if that's no, if no one has anything else to say, then I guess this is the end of the podcast. Yep. And yep. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people? Who are you? I'm Nolan. I just finished watching Rocket Power all the way through twice. With the movie. So, what do you think about the series? Is it better than Evangelion? Yes. <laughs> Rocket Power. Yes. For you. Okay, moving on. So I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you, people? I'm Jim. Uh, Bye, everybody. I'm, I'm Cecilia. Cecilia. I'm from Zone. Yeah. Oh, Incredibles. Yeah. Oh, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, good night. Good night. Fuckers. Fuck you.